Yo, we did it. Episode 25, we made it. You know it. We can retire now. Ah, thank God. We can retire the show. At least we could call this season one done. That's it, boys. Well, we got to finish it first. Now we still here. (laughs) We started at the top and we stayed there. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, uh, to Don't Hate the Podcast. Our, our sometimes weekly gaming show. Pop wants to say something. Hold on, you'll get your yeah, chance. Everybody sell my share of the company and retire. I thought you were gonna <laughs> sell. I thought you were gonna sell your jarred sweat, your gamer fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay on the lookout. Uh, don't hate the podcast.com slash store for uh, pop that baby maker sweat gamer sweat, aka Ooh. pops goo. <laughs> it's coming soon to a creepy. Make the perfect Christmas gift. <laughs> They're great stocking stuffers. <laughs> Dude, we should do a Christmas card. I think just throwing it out there. I'm down. But I'd prefer that we call it a holiday card. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. You call it whatever you want. I think we should do calendars too though. I'm that's, in, dude. That's not, that's not a bad twenty twenty calendars. Want. We made it. <laughs> we made it, boys. Uh, welcome to episode number 25 of Don't Hate the Podcast, our sometimes weekly gaming show where we talk about our thoughts and opinions on games and gaming culture, and uh, kind of, it seems like whatever the hell else we want to. Goddamn yeah, right, it's my show. That's right. Where's my notes? Um, oh, so, patch notes for this episode. It I don't is... like my, how my hair looks. There's that. <laughs> Just that it, like, I don't know. For all you oh, audio yeah. are super important, Pop's hair is just like <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to be comfortable on camera with, sorry audio listeners, but with this action happening right here? It's yeah, like, I feel like that's what's happening to me. Listen, man. It's called getting older. Deep v. All right. Hey, I'm embracing this receding hair, this widow's peak. It's it's been like this forever. It's not really receding. It's like receded and stayed there. So like I'm thankful for that. Got right. the Conan thing going on. I'm just gonna get this this little floof as high as it'll go, and then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the patch the patch notes I was trying to get to. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Actually, that would be great. Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag could be. We're on Google Podcasts, finally. Uh, last week's episode, we announced all the different podcast services that you can find the audio version of this podcast on, and a Google Podcast has has joined that list. So Yeah, we got one you heard of. Woo! Well, yeah, so it's you heard of Spotify, you heard of Google Podcasts, but we're also on Radio Public, uh, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and the hosting site, Anchor. So uh, there's that. We're always on YouTube.com slash just search for Don't Hate the Podcast because we don't have uh, a thousand subscribers yet. That is a really long URL, but it does work. Sorry, wait. No, I think it's a hundred subscribers before you can have a custom URL. So that means we're looking at you, people. Come yeah. on. Let's push yeah. the button. We're not cost anything. And yeah. then it's not like you have anything better time. to do nowadays. Here's the yeah. thing. You go on YouTube, right, these days, and you watch these YouTubers, and a lot of the videos will say... Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and then go into the settings and turn notifications on so you get alerts whenever we upload. I'm going to urge people that to please go subscribe to our channel, but we're here once a week. You don't need an alert popping up on your phone once a week. Just It's it's around this time. You can check it out live at twitch.tv slash don't hit the podcast, which is... Yeah, uh, tell you what, having Sunday brunch, boom, 
podcast. It's perfect. What are you doing? You, right. you just sitting by watching the grill die out after some nice burgers at the end of the day on Sunday? <laughs> Boom. Podcast time. You know what I'm saying? If Monday, you're heading back to work, popping them earbuds. Boom. Podcast time, baby. Every time's a good time for a podcast. If you find yourself watching Don't Hate the Podcast on YouTube, we would really appreciate it if you would click subscribe and then go make sure that notifications are turned off so we don't disturb you whenever we upload a video. Yes. It's, uh, we hate to inconvenience you. Yeah. With a potential ding. And if this is a sponsored episode, then that ad will play right here. And welcome back. <laughs> That's always fun to do. Oh, Mike is frozen. Hey. All right. Um, let's start let's start episode twenty five the way we started episode one and talk about what have you guys been playing late oh sorry, I'm joined this week as always by my friends Killer Metal Mike. Hello and Pop That Baby Maker. Hey. And for some reason I keep driving the show in the beginning, but that's uh that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. It's just habit now, man. That's like, right. I can't get up in the morning without Mark leading the show, man. I just It's my show. It's, oh, shit. Sorry. It's your show. You just said it was your show. Well, it's, it's I mean, show. it was, but I guess you got it now. So you That's know. right. You <laughs> will always be my Andy Richter. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what you been playing, Mike? Anything? Uh, yo, so I've been playing two things this week heavily, super heavily. Uh, one is The Last of Us 2, mm -hmm. because everybody loves that game, so I'm playing it. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it now, because we are going to do a cast of yeah. us once we get this whole thing organized. Okay, so you're still, you're still in for the cast of us. I'm still in, totally okay. in. I have opinions on things, that's okay. for Can sure. Can you just give us a quick update as to like spoiler free rough, update? Rough, rough spoiler free update. I am Seattle day three as okay. Abby. Okay. Whoa, that Are was you... that was actually not spoiler free. <laughs> but was I mean, not, it's, the game because if you haven't played no. the game, who the fuck is Abby? That's true, and I guess actually you do kind of start playing as Abby real early in the game. That's yeah, not yeah. really that much of a spoiler anymore. If you have... yeah. I don't even care because I have a whole, I have it's a whole, acceptable. I have a whole diatribe about spoilers later. So please so continue. So, like I said, Seattle day three as okay. Abby. I'm standing outside the theater is where I stopped. Okay, all right, so, all right. That's where I am. Um, yeah, like I said, we're gonna have a whole show on it, so I won't yeah, really yeah. say anything other than I have opinions, and they don't line up with my opinions from The Last of Us One. So. We'll see where that goes. The other thing that I've been dumping hours into, like it's going out of business, is uh, Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what it is about that game, but I just can't stop. It's like a bad crack addiction. Okay. That's, that's uh, what they say. That's what it seems like. That's yeah, case. so when I first got the game, I like played it like I've played every other Animal Crossing, where I just dump a bunch of time into getting a bunch of money and paying off my house. But in this one, it, like, they really changed the focus of the whole game with being able to transform your island and do all this other stuff. So now that I've like basically paid off all of my house loans and everything, I'm really starting to look at this game from another angle and actually transforming my island and turning it into something like cool looking instead of just the functioning thing that it's been. 
Yes, right. I've been really dumping time into it, customizing my entire island, which I, I actually find more fulfilling now than I did with the early game when I was just trying to pay off a loan or trying to do this set of required tasks. Like, now the things that I do are goals that I've set for myself. So it's like, oh, I want this corner of the island to, you know, have this building and I want it to have these decorations and I want it to look like this and I want the water to flow this way. And it's all a matter of, you know, how you move all of those resources around to make that stuff happen, you know, make it look the way that you want it to. So can I've just I, been dumping hours in. Can I ask you guys a question? Because as yeah. uh, the audience may or may not know, I've never played an, an Animal Crossing game ever. And I always listen to you guys talk about it, and I'm like, always waiting to hear the thing that's like, you know what, I got to get into that. But right now, it's just like reorganizing the room and like paying off loans. I was like, you know, I, I, I'm not even trying to talk shit. I, I, I get it. I get why people like it. I'm just waiting for the thing that makes me have to play it. And so, yeah. like, my question is, are there like mini games within that game? No. No. There's it's no like, like tap the button I mean, to like, see I if you can like, like fishing yeah, could fishing. be like a mini mini game like but collect so like there's no like rhythm game that you could like unlock no. or you can't play checkers with like a friend within the game no huh see it really no. does just seem like The Sims to it's me a social sim yeah yeah it's very like uh it's very, like, like, uh, it's very uh, to like kind of take off what you just said it's very like uh, rhythmic where it's like you just get in like a a like flow i feel yeah. like and it's just like okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna like is it like log time in at the beginning of the day i'm gonna go collect all all of my fruit i'm gonna hit all my rocks i'm going to yeah. you know go to the shop and see what the hot item of the day is and then based off those things i might like change my activity or what i'm doing but like yeah. it's kind of like a i don't know it's very like uh the best way I can say it is like it just flows. Like I feel like you start to do one thing and then it flows into the next. Into and the that's next, into my the problem with it because like Pop, you've said before that you'll play this game like, oh, I have 15 minutes on lunch. Let me just go check this one thing right quick. Yeah. And my problem with the game is every time I do that, it flows so well that I'm like, let me do this. You want to play more? Yeah. And I have to do this other thing, but wait, to do that thing, I have to go do this thing quick. And then next thing I know, three hours have gone, and I'm like, oh, fuck. What have I done? But it, it, the it one thing I will say consistently with this game, since day one, is the most relaxing fucking game yeah. I've ever played in my life. I, You know, I guess it, it just it really reinforces the, the fact that, which I guess I was maybe never too keen on admitting, but now it's just something that I want to own and... and and fully realize that I'm just very much in, when it comes to video games I like story driven narratives yeah. and like they have to feel good on the sticks too because if it's good story and terrible gameplay it doesn't work and it could be great gameplay and that would still be fun but I'm never gonna be like oh I'm buying the I'm gonna buy the um, the poster for Oh, what was the game like concrete genie you know what i mean like because i'm yeah. so in love with that world and like it that i don't that's a bad example because that game is really cool and unique but it's just the first one yeah. that i thought of that's like you know it maybe could have been 
better gameplay that made me just you know I didn't I never finished that game so but yeah it's story yeah. story based story driven narratives that that feel good on the sticks is like my main squeeze <laughs> you know yep um I gotta just I, I guess I have to like sit down with Animal Crossing without committing to sixty bucks first because that's what's gonna really piss me off if I really yeah. end up not liking it like I do want to try it though you know yeah. It's definitely worth a shot, and you can add... It's time to put on the tube top and uh, put the donation goal back up, I think, because... There you go. I want to play. Yeah. Boom. Another thing, too, is, like, specifically with this one, I think it it was kind of there, but not forced with other Animal Crossing games, but this one is very much, like, it's it's not a game that you're, like, supposed to, like, play in a week and beat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, no, I know. It's can like you beat a, it? is there a beat you, it? Do you beat yeah, it? Yeah, you can you there's an end game. Like you can roll credits on the game, but it's yeah. very much like a you know SimCity. Like, I'm going imagine. to go in, do these things every day, and like you yeah. know, that might change depending on circumstances. Like maybe a friend comes over one day, so I change what I'm doing. Maybe I log on and it happens to be raining on my island, so I want to fish more than I would normal days. Because yeah. I might have a better chance of catching the fish I haven't, or, or you know, like there's there's certain things that kind of change your activities, but it's very much like a, this is a yeah. a long term commitment. I feel like. Did yeah, because guys... I rolled credits on mine at like seventy five hours. I want to say. Yeah. And I just crossed a hundred and sixty something hours, so still going at it. Did you guys right? ever fill the map? In SimCity 3000 with uh, biodomes. No. I don't think I've ever played SimCity 3000. Oh, that's how you roll the credits in that game. Like the biodome is like the most advanced futuristic structure that you can place in. Mm-hmm. I think it takes four by four. Yeah, 16 squares it takes up. And it's just like a really. I don't know. It's like the best thing for the environment, and like it can house people. Like people can live in it, and it's it produces clean air. I think, and like it's like self-sustaining, and it's like the best thing that you can get in the game. And if you could okay. somehow manage to fill the entire map with those, then you get like an ending sequence where they all just like sort of fire off in succession, like rockets. Them. Yeah, it was, when I, I didn't believe the person who told me that that happened, and then when I saw it with my own eyes, I'm like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this is crazy!" I didn't know you could beat SimCity. I thought it was just right. like you play forever, right? And you get like, bored and you start a new city. Yeah. Another uh, thing too is like I feel like you would like com- directly compared to SimCity, I feel like you would um, maybe take to this game more because. It's not just like, uh, it's not just a simulator. Like there are characters who have like personalities that you run across, and like it definitely yeah. is more um, of a like living, breathing. World. It's not a story, but like it has like set characters, and like you know, oh, this guy does this thing. This person does this thing. This person doesn't like these things. So if you you know, like I, I don't know, like it's it's more. Um, social sim. I feel like yeah. this should be a recurring segment on our show where you guys explain what Animal Crossing is to me. It's <laughs> great. Pop, what you been playing, man? Oh, unless Mike, do you have anything else? No, that's that's Those it too. Yeah. Uh, really, the only thing like I've kind of been in this weird place. I was telling Mark a little bit earlier where like I don't really know what to play. Like 
I've kind of been waiting for uh, Ghost of Tsushima to come out, mm-hmm. and Which then was released today. Um, yeah, um, Saturday, July eighteenth. That's right. But like in but like so, I've been waiting for that since I beat Last of Us, and I've kind of like bounced around playing a few things, but like nothing has really like got that thing. But I actually ended up going. I started a new playthrough of uh, Breath of the Wild. Cool. Um, it's always just because a good I choice. kind of like yeah, like I wanted that like. Gotta be top five dead open alive. world, uh, you know RPGs, but like that I can just you know like I don't have to like follow a story for so long before I get freedom. You know, like, mm-hmm, I just yeah. want to kind of go do my own thing. I feel um, like it's always a fun game to play. Yeah, like the the even now like starting a new playthrough. This like maybe like my I've I've probably beaten the game uh, two times through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, maybe started it, like, an, an, once and played a little bit and then never beat it. But, like, this, so this may be my fourth, like, playthrough or, like, start of it. And, like, even still, like, it's just impressive how um, good that game is. I don't know. It's, like, on so many levels, like, and I think really for me what, like, what really does it for me is, like, and I know people don't like the whole, like, oh, weapons break after using them for a certain amount of time and like all that shit like i know people don't like that but i feel like they do an extremely good job of something that's really hard to do in games where it's like they make all the like video game stuff feel natural Mm. where it's like oh like you're cold well put something on to warm yourself up or eat something hot yeah like Oh, yeah. like, y- you want to climb this mountain? Okay, cool. But, like, eventually you're going to run out of, like, stamina. Like, yeah. that kind of makes sense, right? Like, you're hungry? Well, just cook some food. Like, I-, I don't know. Like, I feel like they do such a good job of, like, making those, like, normal, like, video game things feel, like, uh, so natural to, like, the, yeah. the game. Where it's, like, I-, I just find myself, like, not even really, like, doing... Um, the shrines or going to towns, but I just find myself like out in the like world, yeah. just like okay, I plop down, I I'm throwing some food in a pot and seeing what I get out of it, and then it's very sandboxy. You know, yeah, like and it has a what Mike was saying with Animal Crossing, like I feel like Breath of the Wild has a very like relaxing tone to me, where it's like I don't know, I kind of almost always try to avoid combat in the game Mm because i don't think that the combat really benefits you at all yeah um and so by like avoiding combat just having these like oh it's nighttime i'm gonna pop down a fire i'm gonna cook some food and i'm just gonna sit here and then all of a sudden like my horse is over off in the distance i see that and then all of a sudden the little piano trickle like hits the game randomly where it's yeah. like, dun, 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 dun. and like it's just so like relaxing and calming yeah. like i don't know i just yeah, there's no like super sense of urgency pushing you towards the end of that game yeah because yeah, you've it, already like, been it, waiting for a hundred years so it's right. like what's a few it, it more days sense, it makes sense story-wise as well where it's not one of like uh i was talking last week about how i was playing fallout 4 a little bit and like that that suffers from that exact problem where it's like you start the game it has a really strong intro of like hey like you just woke up somebody stole your son like you gotta go find them right now and then you get out of the thing and it's like 
Or you could go build a settlement over here in the corner of the map. And it's like, wait, what? Like, my son's missing. I have to go find my son. Like, what do you mean I should build a settlement with these random people I just met? And, like, it takes, like, the game feels so urgent, but it takes that urgency away, like, right out of the gate. And I feel like Breath of the Wild does a really good job of, like, hey, man, like, you don't even remember what's happening. Like, I yeah. guess you can you can believe this old ghost guy that you just <laughs> talked to at the beginning of the game, but, like, yeah. you don't know. Like, he kind of sugge- vaguely suggests, like, maybe you should go over there in between those two rocks that look like mountains. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. but, like, what if I don't want to? Okay, like, I don't know. There, there's, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing, like, pushing you to do anything in that game, and I think it really... Yeah, I mean, once you get off the plateau... Right, yeah. you're sort of just given the ability. Like almost everybody is gonna go in that one direction that like seems yeah, apparent right off the start. Yeah, but you can go the other way, see yeah. what's going on over there. I think the thing um, about get like Zelda games in general, just in the in the Zelda universe, like these games that take place, and you can, obviously not every single one is gonna be for everybody. There's some that are. Some would say objectively bad, but definitely. Yeah, I know that you were gonna say. That. <laughs> but the, what what it is about Zelda games, like yeah, Wind Waker may not fall into this category, but I'm saying like, whoa, whoa of, uh, let's oh, not shit on Wind Waker. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> no, 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 hold on. What I'm saying is, yeah, see, it, it's gonna be different for different people. What I'm saying is that most Zelda games are timeless, and that's what makes them good. Like the original. Legend of Zelda on NES. Whether you like how it feels, it is a little like, like not janky. It's like clunky a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you're you're very clearly moving from square to square. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, you do still have that sense of wonder and being dropped into this world that you're just given free reign to go and explore at your leisure, and that's fun right yeah, and yeah. finding like secrets and hidden passageways and like real realizing like oh if i get this item then i can access this over here and gives you a reason to want to complete the dungeon not to to get to the end of the game just to get to that next little bit to see what's over there and like yeah. the breath of the wild I, I that's why i when i compare it like a lot of people were comparing it to ocarina you know I feel like just because it like felt so good on the sticks, okay, and, and and like I don't know, maybe not so much, but even the art style a little bit. Granted, the N N sixty four couldn't really do those type of cell shaded graphics. It was right. still very cartoony. But yeah. I just I I draw the most consistencies with the original, like out to it like down to like every last little detail. I feel like it's it's like the original game. Just the original game was limited with what it could do hardware-wise, you know? Yeah. So it, they had to figure it out, you know, the um, the way that, like, the, the forest, like, misguides you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was just, yeah, you have to go the right way. <laughs> and and that's, yeah. that, that still stands true in Breath of the Wild, right? Like, you want to get... I don't know the master sword like everything is just like feels like what zelda was when it started yeah but all over again like if this I, this could have been the first zelda game well i you know I what really i mean it was so innovative like, but, yeah they but were, followed the that, same sort of thing you know right? i think with this one they were kind of going for like a 
soft reboot of like, yeah. Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think this is like kind of like the the Zelda timeline with games is so messy to begin with. But I think with this one, they're really just like, yeah, this is like a way in the future. None of the other shit matters. Like, right. Just, so like, what games have actually gotten? Uh, yeah. of sequel the way that Breath of the Wild is about to get a sequel where it's like yeah. the similar engine same mechanics probably same art style you've got Ocarina and Majora's Mask are, it's kind of like a sequ- like a direct yeah. sequel to that game mm-hmm. um, um, even Zelda 2 The Adventures of Link was like a totally different kind of game yeah. than the original that could th- almost be considered a, like a direct sequel but Link to the Past was its own thing. And then yeah. was A Link Between Worlds going to be considered like a soft reboot of that style Zelda game? Or is that a sequel? Uh, what is that? I don't think that's either, is it? Okay, so yeah. it's just a game like that's a... very inspired, like drew heavily from that Well, yeah, game. it's the same map and everything. But, I mean, I don't know where that one would technically go if you tried to like spot it with the other ones. Like maybe it's a different timeline than uh, Link to the Past, so you could still get the same map but with a different story. I I mean I don't know. Yeah. So or, um, the the point that I was making is that Zelda games are are timeless. Like I feel like yeah. people are still going to be talking about Breath of the Wild a long time from now, and it's it's still going to be playable just like the way that pop saying he's playing through a third playthrough yeah and it's no problem like that's gonna you're it, gonna be able to pick that up 20 years from now and just be like remember this yep. yeah it reminds so me awesome it reminds me a lot of like skyrim and what like skyrim did for like open world rpgs for me where it's like i feel like no matter how many times or how many hours i put into skyrim i can just start a new playthrough and have just as much fun as i did the first time but um and still with, never finish yeah, exactly. Uh, with with Breath of the Wild, though, I will say I do kind of feel like this is a Grand Theft Auto Three type like uh, game for the series, where it's like I would be extremely like let down and disappointed if Breath of the Wild Two wasn't like this big open world game. Like, I don't know, I feel like it's going to be extremely hard for them to go back on that. Like, I can't see them making, like, a, oh, this is like a, you know, kind of like, there's four dungeons and you have to do them in this order. And, like, that's how, like, like, I'm cool with them. And I know that's, like, the big complaint of Breath of the Wild is, like, oh, it doesn't have dungeons. And, like, whatever, like, to me, that didn't bother me at all. But, like, and so I'm cool with them if that's what, like, they want to do is they want to, like, add dungeons because that's what people want. That's cool. But, like, I feel like they have, like, the um, RPG element. The way that, like, you can just do whatever you want in however order you want to do it in in this world that, like, you don't even have to do the main thing. It's like, I can go do this thing over here. Like, I feel like they have to keep that. You're talking about the the Western RPG elements. Like, so you've got your... You're talking about the sandbox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not even... Like, I feel like they take it to, like, another level where it's, like, not every... Like, I in Skyrim, right, which is one that I hold in, like, high regard, like, I can't just go beat the game right off the start. Like, I can't do that. You can do that in... Like, I feel like that, like, freedom that they give you, where it's, like, 
hey, there's kind oh. of a story here, but like we're not really going to guide you once you get off the plateau, which is essentially the the um, tutorial yeah. section of the game. Like once you that you can literally do anything you want. You can go one goal. Everything you else can, is optional. Yeah, you yeah you can go do what it, like I feel like they ha- like. I would be disappointed if the next game didn't have that same right. level. You of don't. You don't want to. You don't want the next game to be like, oh, you could go beat the end of the game, but first you have to get like the fire d- boots. Well, yeah, the like fucking, the thing. You know, like this just. Thing. Yeah. yeah, just going off of like other Zelda games, right? Like with the dungeons, the way that it works. So, oh well, you have to go to the water dungeon. Oh, you can't get in the water dungeon because I hope you that, need the boots. The I hope, boots are in the fire dungeon. Right. So I hope that. I hope that if they do include something like that, where you know, the only way to get this is to do that, and the only way to get that is to do this. Like that would be cool, but it should be able to be bypassed and just. Like, if you want to try and yeah. do it at the end without any of it, like, number one, it's going to be real fucking hard to get there, and you're probably going to die trying to get to the end boss, but if you do manage to make it there, and you, you know, have a stick in your hand, then you theoretically should be able to beat the game. Like, that like, would be great. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. I don't know. But, yeah. Let's hope I they have, don't I'm having a lot it. of fun playing it. Great. That's awesome. Let me just make a mark here so I can actually... Put timestamps. Nope. What'd you say? What have I been playing? Yeah, what have you been playing, Mark? I've been bouncing around playing a lot of uh, stupid, you know, well, not stupid, you know, just this and that, like I always do. Just right. Just tur- turn the thing on, but I, I have been doing Ring Fit Adventure. Um, nice. Working up a sweat. Dude, I did, I did um, an exercise session for... 25 minutes and so it measures the amount of time that you're moving not the amount of time that you're playing like okay. so you, like the game if you're just reading dialogue or in menus it's not counting that time so it was a full-on 25 minutes of activity working it yeah and by the end of 25 minutes i was rocked and pouring sweat I'm talking dripping all over the fucking carpet. It was, it was intense because I, it asks you when you go back for your second session, like, how was that first workout? Did you feel like, did you feel like you were handling it? All right. You need to kick it down a notch. Do you want to pick it up a notch and make it a little more difficult? Are you dying? No. So on the first one, I was like, I feel like I did the first one, you know, I was tired and worked up a sweat, but I felt you know, like I handled it just fine. So I was like, yeah, let's kick it up just one notch. So you kick it up a notch and it's clearly a little bit harder and you have to hold the ring in for longer on certain exercises, but the, you know, it's, it's working. Like for me, I never had the patience to sit and learn the guitar, but when Rocksmith gamified it and was like, no, just do this. And I'm like, wow, now I know how to play several chords and I know some songs and I can like, actually run through some uh some what do you call it when you do the um scales scales yeah yeah, yeah. I, could, I could do scales and this and that same thing with this i was never really motivated to follow like i would exercise sure here and there and i would be active like whether it was on a skateboard or uh riding a bike or something like 
do do push-ups and sit-ups that was like the extent of my working out with this game it's like i want to beat the game because it's a game that i'm playing i want to put it on my list of games that i've beaten but it's like it's not like i don't know i would feel like such a schlub if i figured out some way to bypass the input commands but it's like what a what a waste of a golden opportunity to do that anyway i'm just like so i i don't care if it's hard i'm, I'm not gonna go for, there's not going to be any three-hour sessions of that game. That's just yeah. not a possibility. I mean, it maybe it is, but you would need to like space that out, and you'd be sore. It's so. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the one thing I've probably been playing the most, aside from the more relevant game that there is to talk about, which is Ghost of Tsushima, which I picked up yesterday. Uh, I meant to play and stream it last night, but that didn't work out. And I was going to stream it this morning, but then I decided I was just going to play it on the big TV downstairs. And, like, you know, it ended yep. up being the better decision because with the surround sound. Like, so, I, spoiler free, there's no spoilers. I've actually not even been playing long enough to give any real spoilers. I probably put, like, an hour and a half to two hours into that game. <laughs> and that's enough to for me to say at the very beginning... Um, I let me let me just mark this too. Uh, I just want to make sure I get this for later. Um, at the very beginning, where they're teaching you controls and oh, here's how you here's how you block, here's how you parry, here's how you dodge, here's how you attack, here's a strong attack, here's a stab attack. Um, it was kind of frustrating me. Like, it was trying to teach me how to parry. And it's like hit block right before uh, the attack comes in. So I would do that, and I would get hit, and I would fail the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I've I've just it, it started feeling like when a game sucks, and you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, well, it, it's got to be me because people are you know it's got an 84 on Metacritic, at least when I last checked, and um, people are talking you know highly of it. So I'm like, I gotta give it more of a chance, and I did eventually get through some frustrating parts early in the game to where I started hearing some story and like really starting to understand who this character is. And mm-hmm. just from that hour and a half of that, I'm like, I'm gonna see this one through to the end. Like, uh, it's yeah. and the game is gorgeous, and the controls it feels just fine now that I'm like used to it. You know, I came off of like. The last game I played like that was The Last of Us, so I'm just like, okay, there's stealth in that game, there's stealth in this game, but they're totally different systems. You know what I mean? Like it's, and I'm glad that it feels like Tenchu a little bit. The game that I was talking about for PS1, that I was like excited to play because I love Tenchu Stealth Assassins. Right. Yeah. Granted, this is not a ninja game; it's a samurai game, and samurai is different. It's all about one-on-one sword fighting and like honor and not sneaking up on people and you know this is sort of like the theme of the game like the ghost of Tsushima as we've seen in the trailers um this isn't a spoiler because I feel like it's not a spoiler because Sucker Punch showed it in their trailer um but you know you choose if you want to do stealth or not that's what makes you the ghost of Tsushima like that's the name of the game um and I really I could tell you a little bit more about how I'm feeling about the game but like I said I played it for an hour and a half and I, I like it. I want to see it through to the end. But it does lead me into what I wanted to um, 
have as our first topic of conversation for tonight, and that's just a general conversation about spoilers and what it means for news publications and podcasts and reviewers and aggregate sites and just people on Twitter, like what it means to spoil a game. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lead off right with it is that some podcasts that I've been listening to proclaim at the very beginning of their episode that they're not going to spoil the game that they've been playing, but they are gonna tell you how they feel about it. And mm-hmm. then they proceed to spoil the game for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You didn't you're not spoiling story beats. You're not going like, here's what this character's you know, here's the twist, here's the plot twist. Like, they're not spo- Okay, great, you didn't spoil the story for me. Uh, wonderful. But you're spoiling the gameplay experience when you tell me, you know, this mechanic works like this. And this, you know, is how um, when you when you spend this many ability points, here's the way, the different, like, ability trees that you could unlock. And this is very generic talk. I'm not trying to spoil. Okay. I'm obviously right. not trying to spoil. But it's like, I know that that's not story stuff, and you're not, you're technically not... You know, it's not anything new to have these things in the game. But, like, don't you think that I kind of wanted to figure out that... Let let me... Something else totally random and generic. Like, don't you think I wanted to figure out that if I got 20 of this thing, then that would unlock this ability and not have you tell me before I play it? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like people are starting to be careless with that. And I don't know if I'm just being sensitive or if you guys think that that's a problem as well. No, I think that you can easily give away way more than you're intending to. Um, I think that if you can make it more generic without sounding like every other game when you describe a thing, that that's really the way you should go about it. At least for, I would say, at least a week after the game comes out. Give everybody a week to like try and pick this thing up. Like If you really care about spoilers... A week after the week you're out of the safe zone then it's on you you had a week so a lot of these podcasts though they want to get their shit up there in case people yeah. don't care about spoilers and they can go and listen to the spoiler cast or they can watch the spoiler review yes. but like if the thing says no spoilers then it should be as generic as humanly possible. if you're telling me oh uh um you know gain 20 coins and unlock laser vision like no 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 no, no. you should tell me you obtain collectibles to use on a uh, skill tree, and that you get to choose what skills you unlock. Right. Don't tell me the like, name of the skills. Tell me what they are, don't or what they're me, doing, or like, how I collect the currency. Don't like, tell don't me how many different them. colored robes there are. Like uh, right. I remember them talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. When I say they, like I listen to you know you know the ones I listen to. It's kind of funny. It's the Beyond podcast. It's IGN. Like. Uh, min max show but they all seem to kind of just fall back it doesn't seem like they're trying i don't think anybody's being malicious and they're trying to spoil anything but it's just like and like you said they're not giving away story which is what most people would be upset about like i think that the general audience probably wouldn't be mad if you said oh give me 20 things and you get this thing like okay great now i know that one there's 20 of these things in this game and two there's one of these things that can be unlocked with it Like, not a super spoiler that doesn't tell me how everyone's dead at the end or whatever, you know, but, like... Spoiler spoiler alert right now, just real quick, for God of War, for PS4, God of War 20... What is it, 18? Yeah. 
Yeah. Somebody told me. Here, um, one more time. Spoiler alert. Oh, this alert is a big, for, spoiler. Spo- big spoiler. Big spoiler. Big spoiler for God of War. So give give me like twenty seconds. But somebody told me that you get Kratos's Blades of Chaos um, mm. before I found them. That's that a terrible spoiler. Because that's like a moment. Yeah, that, that is game. a moment, dude. That, but like, he was right. he was thinking about it like that's not a spoiler, that's gameplay, and I'm like, yeah, well, he you don't have those, and they don't explain why you don't have them, and then you do right. eventually get them to it too. Like, and I like... I just saw the gameplay footage that they showed, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna have an axe in this one. Didn't even cross yeah. my mind. Right. I don't know that. I feel like sometimes those generic little hints like that though can be kind of fun. Sure. Because. While we were talking about spoilers and no spoilers, no spoilers, when I was playing The Last of Us and mm-hmm. went through, Papa's just like, some of the things that I love about that game, you can't spoil. Like the giraffe. And that's yeah. all I had to go by. And then right. when I walked up on that giraffe in that game, I was like, oh shit, this is nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. You can't, like, it's like, I can you say that I'm like, dude, there's a giraffe in the game. And there's a giraffe. Can... And I'm like, okay. Like, it but everywhere for an old yeah. abandoned Toys R Us with Jeffrey Giraffe up there. Like, <laughs> right. Even, uh, like, I won't even go into details, but, like, there were certain stuff that I got spoiled for The Last of Us Part Two, Yeah. And, yeah. like, that, those were, like, pretty big spoilers. But even the way, like, knowing that, I was still like surprised and didn't expect how it played out the way it did. Where it's like, so just because you get spun on something, but there is like, like for example, for example, last week, right? Like when Mike was like, uh, "Oh, I'm on, you know, um, day two in Last of Us Part Two. I was like, you know, like in my head, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no way that he finishes this game by this week." Like. But, like, I didn't want to say that because that could potentially be a spoiler to him. So it's like, I didn't. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But, like, right. in my head, I was like, yeah, he's, there's no way. Like, I'm sure now you know, know you know that now by playing a little bit more. Me? Now? I mean, now knowing, just saying day two, like, I, you could have taken that a couple well, of Well, yeah, because I almost no did. When you, said, when you said day two, I was like... Oh, and then you said something else, and I was like, "Oh, wait, okay, yeah, (laughs) he's not finishing this game by next week." Yeah, I think I could have too if I had dedicated one more day to it. I just had one day Uh, where I was like, "I'm kind of happy." I feel like I'm gonna be able to play through it again before you finish. So, like, then be fresh for the. uh... God damn! Do I really have that much left? Oh well, no. I mean, I I just I might just put it on super easy and blast through it just so I could see everything again, you know? Uh, yeah. Just... I don't know, man. I tell you what. I looked up that game on how long to beat and it said, like, 22 and a half hours. Oh, no way. And when That's I looked lie. it up... It's a know, lie. When I looked it up, I was already 19 hours deep, and I was like, okay, well, let's see what's up. And then I did what I did with Last of Us 1, which was find the YouTube complete walkthrough and just slowly push myself forward until I find where I am. Yeah. Yeah. See how long that is to the end of their video. Yeah. Yeah. So my 19 hours on a 22 and a half hour playthrough really came down on the YouTube to being 14 and a half hours into a 21 hour playthrough. Yeah. Okay. So. So like one said I was three hours away and one said I was seven and a half hours away. You're looking in every nook and cranny, it seems like. 
Yeah. Oh yes, I am. There is yeah, not I mean, a I goddamn play, thing that got by yeah, me. I, I play that way as well. So like, I feel like I, my runtime of the game was like longer than most. Yeah. And I'm like, I if I can't remember exactly, but like, I was like way past like where people were saying like, oh, it took me about this time to beat it. Is like I was like five or six hours past that. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, like I said. Yeah, everybody, everybody has different, like, like I, I don't know, just using something that, like, I feel like you can't spoil. It's like, okay, like, Jurassic Park came out in fucking 93. Like, if you haven't seen it, fuck you. Like, <laughs> it's a great yes. movie. Yo, that's the but fucking like, title of this episode. If you haven't yeah. seen Jurassic Park, fuck you. It's like it's like if I were to if somebody had never seen Jurassic Park like like going back then right like somebody had never seen Jurassic Park before if I was like oh dude there's a T Rex it's so sick somebody might be like oh my god dude you just spoiled the movie for me like what the fuck but then I could be like dude it's called Jurassic Park and the logo is a dinosaur of the skeleton of a T-Rex like yeah what if they were be, like, yeah, well, like uh, I knew there was a T-Rex in it before I even saw the movie right like I feel like there's completely different levels of like yeah. spoilers for people yeah but what if and that so, person like, told you like oh I knew there I didn't think there would be a T-Rex in the Jurassic Park because T-Rex didn't exist in the Jurassic period yeah like <laughs> you know, so, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, or like Velociraptors. That's not a real dinosaur. Hold that was on. a bird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, whatever. It's like, I think that there's different levels of like spoiling. So like if you're going to sure. label something, if you're going to label something like, oh, no spoilers or like this is a non-spoiler thing. Like I feel like you really have to take into consideration like what every people... possible amount of spoiler which in some of these cases, because especially with, like, I've avoided, I tried, if I'm going to play a game, I try to avoid everything other than, like, general, like, okay, like, hey, uh, you know, I don't know, I can't think of a game that came out recently that was, like, bad, but, like, uh, Eternal. Sea of Thieves, right? Like, when Sea of Thieves, came, I played the beta of Sea of Thieves, and I was like, this was fun, but, like, I want to know what the real game is like because this was a seemed like a very small portion of the game and i had a friend who was like i'm gonna buy sea of thieves right when it comes out i want to play it and i was like dude i had so much fun like i could see myself spending 60 dollars on this and then like so like when i was looking to buy that i was i looked at like reviews of like okay hey like if you played the beta that's the real game like it's mm -hmm. not they don't add anything it's like the beta was the game and so like that might be a spoiler to some people or whatever but that like benefited okay. me from like not buying the game right like i was able so like stuff in, in cases right, like I don't that, think that that's a spoiler because to know yeah, yeah. One you have to that's buyer beware right that's buyer yeah. beware yeah that's what i'm saying like for me like if i'm looking into something before it comes out that's kind of what i'm looking for if like i'm on the fence of something i just want to very generic like hey like is it worth buying or is it not worth buying like i'm not looking for like reviews or anything like that so like i've kind of avoided like most of that stuff but yeah. like with because it's such a big release right like the last of us part two after beating it i went back and watched some of these podcasts and talks of, of people that came out yeah. before the game came out 
came out right as the game came out of them non-spoiler and like a lot of them are like dude like if i would have listened yeah. to this before i played the game oh, I, I that would have ruined them. certain moments for me. we talked about it i forget which episode it was but we talked about remember the topic was is naughty dog spoiling their own game yeah, yeah, like, and, and I purposely avoided, like, gameplay because I just didn't want to see it. And, like, even going back and, like, looking at that, like, watching that gameplay section and then comparing it to, like, how I was like, you know what, like, that kind of, like, it wasn't a spoiler, but, like, to some people I could see how it would be, like, okay, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I, I didn't want to see, like, I didn't want to see that before I played the game. Let, let me give you guys a, a perfect example of what I'm talking about here. And I'm going to, uh... I guess, I guess by by the terms of what I was just talking about, I'm going to spoiler. I'm going to spoiler. I'm going to spoil a gameplay element oh. of Ghost of Tsushima. Do you want to not hear it? Real quick, before you go into that, I okay. also feel like it is very fair, though, for like if something's more than like I don't know two years old, all bets are off. Like yeah. if if I'm talking about like. Like, I don't know, like, last week I talked about Far Cry 4, or, I'm sorry, not Far Cry, uh, last week I talked about uh, Fallout 4, right? Like, there was no hesitation with me whatsoever to spoil the beginning of the game. It's like, yeah, you lose your son, you're trying to find him. Like, that would be a huge spoiler to some people, right? But it's like, I, that game yeah, is, but like... if I you're gonna like play the game, you learn that when you boot it up. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I feel like there's a cutoff. Like, there's a certain point where it's like... I feel like you lose the right to having people talk about something and spoiling it for you and you being like, you spoiled that for me. It's like, well, if you really cared about it, you would have gotten to it before. The rule of ones. It's you can't talk about it regardless for one week. You have to give everybody a chance. You can yeah. talk about it in the following month, but you have to say spoilers. And then after a year, it's been out. You don't have to say anything. You can just yeah, talk. Like, I just, I don't know. Like if I spoil like Jurassic Park for you, it's like, well, you should have seen. No, it. here's it. Be, it becomes fucked up without that with that one year rule. I like that because you got to assume that the company that you keep is gonna be like in tune to what it is that you're talking about. So it's it's got to be on them to be like, well, no, 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 I haven't seen that yet. Don't spoil that for me. You know what I mean? And then Mike, are you frozen? Yeah, I think he is frozen, yeah. Mike, if you can hear me, <laughs> I can't hear you, and you're frozen. Um, Having some technical... That's a that's a fun screen yeah. that he's paused on, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what, what I'm saying, though, is... Um, <laughs> Mike, you are frozen. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Computer's freaking out, he's saying. Okay. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, oh, there he goes. Um, so yeah, just to go like uh, I'll I will add like a little bit of this conversation to of like, um, you know, there's like I, I don't know I feel like uh, welcome back, Mike. Yeah, yeah welcome back. I just fell in the void there. What yeah. was I saying though when you froze? Because I was in. The... I don't know. You started. You were like, I'm gonna spoil a game. No, 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 no. <laughs> God, no, no, don't, don't, don't tell me. I remember, I remember that part, but I was making some other point, and I won't know until I rewatch this because I've already forgotten. Yeah, I don't know. There's like certain, even there's certain uh, games that like I feel like I've come across recently that like you guys have expressed, like Celeste, for example. Like I know Mike's beat it. Like I've played it. I love it. It came out at the beginning of 2018. 
But like, I know Mark has like started to play it, and it's like I want him to finish it because I want us to talk about it. So like, I'm not willing. Like, I want him to get that same experience. So I don't want him to be spoiled. Fucking so I feel like there are. In there. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, but like there are exceptions where it's like okay, like as much as I would love to just like dive deep into why I think like. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaws maybe the best game I've played all year. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, so I'm like, okay, like I can hold off. Like I want them to have the same experience I did. Like I want Mark to experience Celeste oh. the way that I did. That just, right. that just reminded me of where I was going before with that, with Mike's rule of ones, where yeah, you know, the if, one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's if if you're keeping certain company that should like, you know, if you're hanging around a bunch of nerds and they should have all seen Star wars then you're probably going to be very cavalier about how you talk about star wars spoilers but it yeah. also if somebody is cognizant of that because they're in that group and they are you know familiar with nerd culture and they hear like two people are about to start talking about star wars they could chime in and say no 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 i've never seen star wars you know yeah yeah and then they'll probably get some ridicule like why haven't you seen star wars but that's not the point then they'll have the the courtesy i would assume to not spoil it for you so right it's really after the after the one year you got to be on your toes about the shit and like if you don't want to oh, yeah. spoiled, if you're trying to not have something spoiled for you right. but it's on you after that I, like I, I wouldn't expect to like walk up to somebody on the street now and be like hey you played that new god of war from 2018 and they'd be like nah and be like let me tell you about this yeah and yeah, like, yeah. Unless they said, no, 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 don't do it. I would have no problem just being like, yeah, this is the greatest story. This is why you should play this thing. Like, right, listen right. To this. Yeah. yeah. Um, to, to, to help put it in a perspective, to get back to where I was going before, is um, here's here's what was talked about. I'm, I'm going to spoil a little small game. It's really, it's, I just want to see if I'm being petty. So I'm going to. I'm gonna do to you what was done to me because it's not ruining my game. Ruined. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm listening to a podcast and they're talking about Ghost of Tsushima, and then before I really know anything about the gameplay or or you know what's going on, even like I know it's a game about samurais, so I could probably yeah. deduce that some of this shit is gonna be in it. But they start to. It's Greg Miller starts talking about like, oh, you have this many. Uh, shurikens and this many firecrackers and this many uh smoke bombs and i'm just like oh okay so now i know that there's shurikens and firecrackers and smoke bombs and like you didn't say anything else so what is there is that it is there one more thing is there two more things like i don't know uh i saw but you just spoiled that part of the game like i didn't even know that there was throwables i mean i guess i should have figured that there would be but i wouldn't yeah. have been mad if they made the decision not to include it if the story was good and could stand on its own so, yeah. like, now I don't get that sense of, like, oh, all right, I unlocked throwables. Like, so am I, am I wrong here? Are so they like, wrong? I wouldn't, like, like, this was, I listened to it the day the game came out. So, uh, yeah, like, so the game came out yesterday, right? Like, or Friday. Yeah. Uh, that's you just said that to me. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't ruin anything for me whatsoever. Okay, yeah. Um. So, like, that's how I feel about it, and I'm like you, where it's like, yeah, pretty much the only thing I know about this game is it, you you play as a samurai, and I've seen people post screenshots of the game, and it looked really pretty. Yeah. Like, that's the only two things I really know about the game. Um, so, like, so, you don't... say that doesn't ruin anything for me, but I could see how it would ruin, right. like, like I said, like, it's all variant on, like, what 
degree of thing like you know like yeah. i don't know like i mean, said like i got something major spoiled for me in the last of us part two and like that didn't ruin the game for me and i was still surprised slash shock slash didn't expect it that way when that thing happened so it's like you know maybe like my tolerance is a little bit higher than other people's i, I feel right. like i could maybe even spoil another thing that's a I guess according to the rest of the gaming industry of the games journalism industry is not really considered a spoiler and maybe could even be considered as a helpful piece of information to somebody who's about to play the game. Here was another thing that was said on a podcast and if you really try to avoid everything about Ghost of Tsushima just plug your ears for five seconds but they were like oh you can make decisions in this game and they don't affect shit. <sighs> no. So I heard that and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at least I won't be thinking about that now. So maybe that's kind of good. But yeah, I mean, maybe it was meant to make you think that you were altered. I, like I don't know what the sucker punch was trying to do with this yeah. game. But well, it's not infamous. Infamous, before. right? Infamous. Yeah, the game really... before had like a very obvious, like light, dark. Yeah. Bad, good. So it and then a lot of people, I guess, what I, the the general consensus from what I heard from listening to this podcast is that they were wondering maybe if that stuff was happening in the background and you they just weren't telling you because in Infamous there was a meter, you know, a good yeah, and a bad a meter. meter. So but um, this game just no, it's you. He's um he's very the main character is very clear about his intentions and about how he feels about what's going on you know the game is about the mongolian empire invading japan this island in japan and that's you know that's the main premise of the game that's not a spoiler so you can just imagine where it goes from there um but play it i'm giving it an endorsement that game because it does like you said it looks really pretty it's good on the sticks. Sucker Punch knows what they're doing. And, um, I have it installed. I just haven't... I, I installed it today. I just haven't had an opportunity to play it yet. Um, one thing that did... This is completely like, off-topic, but has everything to do with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I thought it was interesting. I saw somebody say that Sucker Punch, from like CEO to like marketing team to developers, everything, like their company is made up of less than 200 people. Which is like mind blowing to me. I was like, whoa! Like I feel like they seem like a way bigger studio, but like that's kind of crazy if that's true. I don't know if it's true or not, but like that, it, that I don't know. They just seem like that's I I, I don't know like way more than a two hundred person from like top level to bottom level team. I'll ch- I'll check it out, but you want to um, move it move it to the next thing? I think. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the next one in order. You could just pick a topic. Well, it's got to be the next one. one. It's amazing. Um, So, Lego has had this partnership kind of announced for a while now with Nintendo, Mm -hmm. but it was very like vague. Like there was like, oh, this one like, here's level one of Super Mario, but in Lego form, right? Like, uh, and it was very like I don't know, like it just seemed. But they kept hinting at like there's going to be more there's more there's more and they didn't really announce anything and like i feel like just recently in the last like few weeks they came out with a couple different lego sets of nintendo and then um 
the big one that they kind of announced a few days ago was a uh it looks like the original nes right like it's the console and the controller oh yeah um, and then it also has a it comes with a tv like a, a retro style antenna coming out of the top dials that you can turn tv made out of legos it's awesome and i love it the screen is a level of super mario that you can rotate right it's mechanical and it, yeah and it goes through the level so like you know uh the gaps and like pipes and stuff will rotate through as like think, mario the character moves up and down it's pretty cool think lego technics is how the screen rotates yeah. the uh you build with bricks and then it rotates around like a pulley system to simulate the way that those old you ever see those old toys where it's like a tv with a scrolling like paper wheel behind the light yeah Yeah, and it makes it look like there's tv happening driving on the road or something oh yeah there was those too those yeah yeah, those are pretty cool but yeah this um nintendo one for one for size to the scale of it and that's pretty cool and it comes with a little cartridge that goes in and pushes down amazing but what my initial thought, and I'm sure many people's initial thought, and our f- friend of the show, um, he goes on Twitch by the name of Mustaine75. T- <laughs> I was talking to him. We were actually playing some Uncharted 4, believe it or not, online. And he was wow. like, yo, did you see that uh, Nintendo? That thing's cool, man. He's like, I always wanted to uh, pick up one of those NES classics, but I never got around to it. So I'm thinking this is going to be the way to go. So I'll have the cool Lego Nintendo, and I'll be able to play all those games. I'm like, oh man, do I <laughs> do I hate to be the bearer of bad news? Well, I was like, because I know that that tweet, that commercial that they tweeted, really gives the impression at first that this yeah. thing is going to play video games. But uh, and even that's... with a cartridge and a controller. And a system doesn't quite work like that. Yikes! That's I mean that's a big. I mean you know that you know that people are going to take the oh. guts and put it in there and make Absolutely. it work. It's going to. There's going to be some out there that play games, but you're talking about a. But this thing's gonna. What's this thing? This thing? What's this thing gonna cost? Actually, as it is right now, two fifty. I think two fifty. Does it come the whole thing though, as yeah. the TV and the system and what everything? It, what it doesn't come with is the Mario Lego the Mario, Mario that goes on top. Yeah, that makes the TV react to the sounds that are happening, you know, right. as the level scrolls by. So, if you so want that whole up. setup, then that's going to yeah. be an extra whatever. But I'm guessing like it, no no less than two hundred dollars for this thing. Legos yeah. have always been expensive. I remember yeah. like the with the Lego Harry Potter one was like what was that like that was Ooh, like three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that thing was crazy. Then they had the Tower of Orthanc from Lord of the Rings too. Yeah, the big giant, not 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 um, Sauron's tower, but. The tower at uh, what the fuck Isengard, the Soromon, the white, the white wizard. Yeah, yeah his tower. That shit was like over three hundred dollars. I, I, it's over a four hundred dollars now because they discontinued it. So eBay, you know, price hike. I want that thing too, <laughs> but this Nintendo, I'm gonna try to get it. I'm gonna see if I can work it in. But yeah, 
It's like it's just a cool thing for the shelf, and it'll be fun to build. I'm sure it'll be really fun to build. Oh, yeah. Haven't built Legos in so long. I mean, this thing is... Anything with Nintendo on it, just go. Like, remember that Vans did the shoes with the Mario and the Zelda? Yep. Like, those are all sold out. You can't find that shit anywhere. Nintendo stuff holds its value really well. Freaking Mario Kart for an N64 is still $50. Like I said, man, really well. Smash on 64, $50. Ocarina, is, well, that's more common. Probably but like 40, 40 bucks for that. Yeah. I'm talking loose cartridges, too. Yeah. Not even fucking... Fuck your packaging. What's Melee cost? Oh, man, I don't know. Last time that I bought it, I think I paid $35 for it. That was when? Just hilarious. Probably, like, that close was... to 10 years ago now. Ooh, no, that was uh, close to six years ago now. Oh, okay. I didn't Five realize. or six years ago? Yeah. Did you buy it at a convention? Actually... No, I bought it at a. I stopped at a random mall after like a day trip that we went somewhere. We like stopped to get food and stuff. Yeah. And I happened to notice they had a comic shop, and the comic shop was selling retro games before it was like, you know, before you started seeing retro game stores like popping up everywhere. Yeah. It was just like a comic shop that had retro games. I was like, oh, let me take a look. And they had uh, Melee and they had a GameCube. And I was like, oh shit, let me get that. And so I paid $35 for Melee and $30 for a GameCube. <laughs> Love it. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? You, you think you're going to get this Nintendo Lego thing? Uh, listen, if it's not $200, maybe. But if it's $200 for me to like put together a miniature NES that I already have, and this one plays a bunch of games, and this one's just going to be a Lego thing that sits there. I don't know, man. See, I just don't know. I kind of hope that they release a version of it where it's just the Nintendo and not the mechanical TV part. Yeah, I would be down with that. Like, just build the little retro-scale Nintendo and then do that for all of your systems. And I, like, I could justify... I could justify spending, like, 100 bucks on that. Maybe, like, that would be the most... Cause I know yeah. I know that this thing is gonna be two hundred dollars, like minimum. It's gonna be expensive. When you said, "Oh, if it's not two hundred, then I'll get it." Well, it's not gonna be two hundred because it's probably gonna be like two twenty-five or two fifty. It right. could even be like two seventy-five. Who knows? They could charge whatever they want because people are gonna buy it. Yeah, because it's Lego and it's Nintendo. It's like because they could be they could even piss everybody off and be like it's five hundred dollars and it's a hundred of them only exist in the world <laughs> like those are all gonna go you could find 90 of them on ebay <laughs> i know from the same one, seller one guy with a stack of 15 of them like hey you guys want some of these Talk, speaking of people that you want to uppercut off of the planet yes <laughs> directly into the sun Man, why are we not uh, doing something about that? Scumbag I guess because they're, they're not breaking any laws, really. Technically. <clears throat> Scalping <clears throat> used to be <throat> illegal, but nobody gives a shit anymore. There's websites to help you scalp. <laughs> Hell yeah, there are. So, whatever, just get in line. Get up early and get in line if you want it that bad. If you don't want it bad you enough to get up... It. Go and stand in a line outside of a Walmart or whatever. 
with a bunch of other lames such as yourself. <laughs> and I'm including myself in that crowd because I would do it. If you don't want to get up and do that, then you don't want it bad enough. Because, yeah. Or I suppose you could maybe want it even more and go spend like three times what it's worth on eBay for it. Yeah, that's just it, man. How much do you want it? Is your time worth more to you that you'd pay somebody else to go hunt it down and you just get it shipped right to your door? Or is it worth it for you to get it at retail because that's what you should pay for the thing? Oh, uh, retail is so expensive in the sand. Somebody should give me one for free. Who? Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag, hashtag not be. an ad. Hashtag could be an ad. Hashtag make this an ad. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, hashtag make the Lego Nintendo play actual games. Yes. Are you on the uh, next topic? I am. It's nothing too special. The, um, the PS5 has a landing page on Amazon. Oh, and it's so sleek and sexy. Yeah, you know what it looks like? It looks like, like a... PS5 marketing. Yeah, it sure does. A whole lot of it. Like a whole page with no button that says, like, reserve yours today or, you know, pre-orders coming soon or... Nah, just information. What that kind of says to me... Pictures. ...is that it's going to be... um, It's going to be... Let me see if I can... Oh, there it is. Pre-orders are going to be up soon. That's what this page says. Think so? Well, I mean, they're get, they're preparing for something. And and PlayStation has publicly stated that they're not going to spring pre-orders like in the middle of the night randomly. Wow. So they're going to be transparent about when this thing is going to go up for pre-order. Which it's I don't know which one's better. If they do. Like because there's definitely bots that are going to be ready to buy them all up. Right. But there's, but bots are going to be ready anyway. But you, yeah, you could be prepared and just on the lookout and get lucky and be able to pre-order it. Or if they announce when it's going to be available for pre-order, then the servers Everyone get jammed up and some people get it and some people don't. So it's really a lose-lose. <laughs> Everyone gets it and then you find out it was a server error and you actually didn't get yours. Oh, didn't that happen? What did that happen with not too long ago? I don't know about not too long ago, but that was like a big thing with Amiibos for a while. They had a whole Uh... problem with like GameStop crashed their whole website the first time they got an exclusive. They like their website broke and then their in-store orders broke. So like GameStops were useless all over the country for like hours until they got their whole internet thing situated. Yeah. Yeah, both, man. yeah, man. So, this Amazon landing page is pretty cool. I'm looking at it here, and you've got just for audio listeners, you've got your two PS5 models at the top of the page, one with a disc drive and one without. Uh, it says double. It's tripling down on holiday 2020. And then they've got a new slogan. It looks like play has no limits. Oh. 
Experience lightning-fast loading with an ultra-high-speed SSD, deeper immersion with support for haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, and 3D audio, and an all-new generation of incredible PlayStation games. Ooh. Then we've got a little teaser video, which is just the reveal from the, uh, from the event, it looks like. And then we've got some... Lightning speed. Harness the power of custom CPU, GPU, and SSD with integrated I.O. that rewrites the rules of what a PlayStation copyright console can do. Yeah, so what's interesting is that the digital edition and the disc edition both look like now, after seeing it long enough, pretty normalized when they're standing vertical. But the mm-hmm. digital edition while it's on its side looks weird man like the, yeah, it, does. The, it looks like a jetson house and the one with the disc i just don't know why they chose to put it on the bottom is it because heat rises does that have anything to do with anything no i think <laughs> it's just gross design yeah i feel it like the disc the disc port the vacuum port should be above but what do i know or in the center so it blends in oh in the, the black part black. Yeah, like move shit around and put it at the top or something, or you know. Hey, Pop, welcome back. We we're talking about the PlayStation Five landing page on Amazon. Yep. Sorry, I had to take my dog out. That's fine. Um, how, how is she? Oh, uh, she's good. So I took her. I don't remember if I told you guys, but last Friday, she like, I woke up to her just like randomly bleeding from her hip. It's like Ooh. super weird. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" So I had to take her to the, had to take her to the vet last Friday. They like ended up finding this little spot on her that they were like, "We think this is a cyst that just got infected, but it also could be cancer. We don't know." Oh, so they took a little like cut of it to test, and then gave her some antibiotics. This Friday, I had to take her back. Came back. Everything's good. It's not cancer or anything. It's just an infected cyst. So that's oh, really good. Um, but she. Long story short, she's like in pain from it. I have to clean it three times a day, so I had to do that and take her out. And she she's upset with me. So. Yeah, that's sad. I would yeah. be too. Um. Um. PS5 did you guys landing this, page uh, on Amazon? Sorry. Yeah, I I feel like there's some news incoming. Right? Did you did you guys happen to see this? Kind of goes along with it. Uh, the Jeff Keeley like. PlayStation 5 controller reveal event thing. It was super uh, weird. No. Where, like, <laughs> essentially, the Jeff Keighley's, like, Summer of Games or whatever, whatever yeah, that yeah. thing is called. Yeah, he yeah, had, yeah. like, a 30-minute live event where he reviewed the DualSense, hmm. uh, and he played the Astrobot game. I forgot the exact name of it. Uh, uh, ask you, Astro... Uh, um, the fuck Astro's and Playroom. Astro's Playroom, yeah. Like, it's the one that comes on the PS5, and he went through it, and they revealed, like, it's going to be a full game. It's not a tech demo. It's hours long. But then everything he played of it was like, no, this is a tech demo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it just looked like a tech demo. I don't know. They need to like, suck this the is fuck the... up and include dreams with every PS5, not yeah. Astro's Playroom. It's like, this is the spring world. Now let's see that haptic feedback on the triggers. Like this is a tech demo. <laughs> like I don't. Um, what a fucking ass. But yeah, like it was really awkward. He was like trying to describe the PlayStation Five controller, and like it just came off really weird. But also so... timing wise, it came off really weird because it was like, why is just the PlayStation just randomly sending out the controller 
like on a random like Wednesday. Like it was just weird. Um, Jeff Kelly just had that controller sitting there looking at it for months. Like, what am I gonna do with this? I gotta yeah, figure yeah. out a way to own this. I know. I'll do a controller re-reveal. <laughs> oh, shit's been revealed four times already. Yeah, like, he really didn't say anything new. Like, even, it was kind of funny because, like, when he was describing the uh, trigger, the haptic feedback, he's like, yeah, it's like the tension on a bow. And it's like, dude, how many times are we going to use, like, that same example of, I like, I feel like it's just gone around. Like, that was the first time I heard it, like, back when, like, bef- even before this, when it was, like, uh... What's those like expensive branded PS4 controllers? I forgot what they're called. Oh, the um, um, Astros. Yeah, like whatever. Where it's like they had the. Um, Everything's called uh, Astro. The, no, it's not something with an S, like scuffs or. Oh, yeah, those. the scuffs. Oh, okay. The, the, okay. the scuff controllers where you could like change the like tension on the mm-hmm. the triggers for the PS4 controller, and like that whole thing was like the way they described that was like. Yeah, it's like if you pull back a bow, like the more you push, the more you pull. And it's like, I am how many times are we going to use this example to like, describe what like, else, the trigger? What like, else can it do besides simulate yeah. a bow? It has buttons. It's like when people try no, to describe I mean, the um, rumble yeah. in the Joy Cons. It's like, oh, you can feel how many ice cubes are in the control. And it's like, I get that, but what other like if I didn't buy one two switch, what other <laughs> use would this come? And it's like it, the answer is it doesn't really like have an effect on anything, but that's the thing that people go to to describe. Mm-hmm. You can feel how many ice cubes are in the Joy-Con, and it's like I don't need to know that. Like, oh, if I pulled back on a bow, it would tell me. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> it super... is a, ty- a tired old example of what adaptive haptic trigger feedback is whatever yeah. the fuck oh you, it's gonna when you're driving in mud it's gonna feel like you're driving in mud like okay yeah. so it's gonna feel like how the my hands wrapped around the steering wheel would feel when i'm driving in mud or is it gonna feel like what the tires would feel like driving in mud no, because no. you'll feel a little spring pressure on the gas and then when you hit that mud it'll just free spin you'll be able to nail that thing to the end Oh man, there's no resistance. I'm just free spinning in mud. Hey, oh my if, god! If they figure it out like that, then okay. But they need to like. I would rather see the haptic feedback put to the joysticks, so that you could get get like, resistance oh, against them. This is one for racing. Like it's designed to play racing games. When you br- use when you race and when you take the corners and stuff, it gives you right. the feedback against yeah. the thumbsticks. Yeah, when you're when you're running up a hill, it pushes back against your thumb to right. like make it harder to run up the hill exactly and obviously you would be able to turn that on and off that, yeah. that would be great yeah you do it with like a, a feedback button like they used to have the analog button on the old playstation 2 controllers okay you have that little analog button yeah 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 the haptic feedback on off mm-hmm. you don't even have to change the design again you yeah keep the same damn playstation controller I, re- I feel like i remember playing maybe it was ncaa or some basketball game where like to shoot you would well it was a control scheme that you could you could use where you could pull down on an analog stick and then when it yep. when it reached a certain like sweet spot then you oh, those flick like free forward. throws oh those, yeah okay there we go yeah yeah free yeah. throw from 2k yeah. for a while you pulled down on the stick then you had to it watch charges. the characters like release and yeah. then when it got to where you think mm-hmm. he would shoot you had to let go of the stick to like 
release yeah, the ball. Yeah, I remember the difficulty was ramped up on that, but it was very rewarding when you made shots that way. That was cool. So, like, that's something that could be done with uh, with uh, a haptic feedback in the joysticks rather than the... But now we're talking about, like, a $150 controller. I mean, sure, but why the hell not? I uh, guess... When... Do you guys asking what's gonna push the next console? Do you guys yeah. do you guys care that games are gonna cost seventy dollars next gen? No. Did we yeah, talk about I, that last no. week? Yeah, yeah we, we talked about it last week. Okay. It just depends on the game for me. Like, yeah. I just um, hope that, like we said, it doesn't cause a general inflation of yeah. game prices. I feel AAA like AAA titles with all the work put in seventy dollars instead of sixty. Like, yes, absolutely. Here you go feed those poor goddamn people's families mm-hmm. like seriously but if I you're gonna get crap out another shitty indie game for like what would be 99 cents on steam and, then, and see, all I, of a sudden I, you're like now it's 5.99 on steam like i'm yeah. not paying that because this one costs 70 now and you think you can get away yeah. with it. And then the, the... also to me the big like question mark is the switch right like because mm. it's like what are these games that are cross-platform like nba 2k right comes out on xbox playstation and switch it's like is the switch staying the same because the hardware is staying the same or is it like going up because the other two are going up like yeah how does that work that might be like it would kind of be a bad look for nintendo to be like oh everybody's raising their game prices we're gonna do it too and then everybody's yeah, response that's what i'm be saying like, like no, Breath man. of the Wild 2, they... is it 60 or 70? I don't know. <laughs> well, we do know that people would pay 70. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. And I think you ease people into it. I think you could just do a 65. You know what? I think they could do, They could creep for a year or two. I think it's they could... 70 unless you're a Nintendo fucking online. Ooh, yeah. And it's 60. I'm saying that Nintendo, and I wouldn't put it past them to do something like this. They could just say, like, Breath of the Wild 2 comes on two cartridges, and it's $75. And it probably Ooh. wouldn't even need to be on a second cartridge because they're cartridges, but they would just be like, nah, this one's so amazing that it comes on two cartridges. One to load it and one to play. <laughs> 75 And people are like, whoa, remember when games used to come on multiple discs? Now they're coming on multiple cartridges. And I'll be standing over there in the background like, nah, they saw you coming. So they were just yep. like, charge this motherfucker 75. The game, the entire game is on one cartridge. And the other cartridge just has a photo from the development team that says, thanks for playing! No, <laughs> no, it's a key. It's a it's a key to unlock. You know what I mean? It's like a, what do they call it? A key generator or whatever? You know? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be like, you need this one inserted authentication on this one boom okay you're good put the game in now but yeah i i really hope that uh i mean that would be that would finally give them a reason to come out with upgraded switch hardware like a switch 2 or a switch pro or a new nintendo switch yeah please don't call it that the new nintendo switch Switch. i hope it has some bullshit name can you go buy me an old new nintendo switch Switch? or a new old nintendo light no wait what's the what's the handheld one the one that doesn't dock is it the light or what is it what's the switch light yeah dude i want them to be like this is the switch light xl Pro. No, do you think that since they made one that's portable only, that they'll make one that's home console only, that's beefier and better? 
I hope not. Cause I really that... hope that they just improve upon the ability to split it. Mm-hmm. I'm still under the like notion that like I feel like I would be upset if they came out with a better switch that like only ran sort like I don't know like I feel like my switch is still new to me. Yeah, yeah I feel like you they... can't make him exclusive. You can't like, make him exclusive. You just have to make him make the games look better. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is like that's what they did with the. 3ds and it didn't work it's like uh fucking hyrule warriors doesn't run on the even though it it came out on the regular 3ds it doesn't run on the 3ds it only runs on the new 3ds like it's only playable on that one wait what do you mean you can play it on the original 3ds but it just runs like yes it came it came out on both but the original 3ds version runs at like nine frames a second where the (laughs) new 3ds runs at like 20 frames a second like literally unplayable on the regular 3ds like it's just a known thing people like yeah like it's a one on the 3ds but it's a seven on the new 3ds because of like the yeah like so like i feel like that's what's gonna end up happening i don't know i feel like it's too soon for like the switch is still selling great like just keep riding the wave i don't need a new one like yeah um i don't think with what um with we don't need to go too much more on this um yeah. pop with what you said the, about the what time topic. you got to oh you want to go into this Phil Spencer thing or did you want to do the yeah. gamer girl and then <laughs> and then call it quits well i mean i do want to do the gamer girl one but i feel like the next topic i have a lot to say about cuz there's a All lot right, of let's just blast them out so, like, okay yeah. okay let's just go to the gamer girl one real quick mark you got yeah. the trailer ready yeah 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 i do all right there's a new game coming out. <laughs> Have you ever been into a Twitch stream? That's a uh, female. Never. What goes on there? Okay. There's a lot of just dancing. There's a lot of IRL chatting. There's a lot of white knight moderating. Oh. You ever been upset when you go into a chat and your name is Pop That Baby Maker and you get banned instantly and judged? <laughs> oh yeah. I have. Okay. Now this game giving me the opportunity to play as the mod. I let everything go. Anything's on the table, okay? That's what I want. And if their name is Lawns XX. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, PlayStation randomly like tweeted this tweet out of like this launch trailer. Like, yep. And then they immediately deleted it. Like you could tell it was like maybe something that they had automated that they forgot to take off or something like it was up for like a couple minutes and then it was taken down but it's this uh so who this, do you uh, who do you play as like a viewer for the uh, audio listeners mod. what's going on so in this way, oh yeah, yeah the, way the, the way that the like text shows up i think you're playing as you're a mod for a streamer mm-hmm. and it's you, up to you what happened like you can decide like i, th- I think they're advertising it as the first f fmv game with like options like uh choose your own adventure yeah it's, like, yeah it's goosebumps yeah um it looks like there's but, horror elements added i mean from yeah. what i'm seeing in this trailer yeah that's what it looks like so obviously that's got to be just a push forward it's some kind of story yeah but, i mean when the first time that i saw this thing i thought it was a hoax i thought it was <laughs> fake as hell. I, I, I was, was like what the fuck is this yeah, but, I don't know. 
I felt like it was newsworthy just to bring up because, like, it does kind of seem like, I don't know, like, with everything going on, like, there's a bit, especially in the, like, streaming slash video game world, like, something we didn't bring up, but I'll just throw out real quick, right? Like, Ubisoft had a bunch of, like, uh, executives and, like, top-level people uh, basically leave the company because of, like, sexual harassment um, claims and, like, stuff like that, like... And I think this has been, like, a big thing that's kind of swept just general, like, gaming, right? Like, whether it's companies or streamers or YouTubers or whatever, right? Like, there's been a lot of this coming out of, like, um, people claiming different things. And it just seems like the absolute, like, worst timing for something like this to come out where it's like, you know, there's been tons of streamers and YouTubers and content creators coming out and being like... Hey, like I was harassed by this person for years, and then this game comes out. Like, what if you can decide whether the streamer is harassed or not? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. like this doesn't seem like a great time. So, um, okay, so looking at this thing, right? It says it comes out in September. In the end of the trailer here, so come September, <laughs> who's the first streamer you want to see stream the streaming game? I don't oh, think any boy. like name like big streamer plays this game. Like this you is a, so? the I think it has too much like especially if you're a female. Like you're not you're never gonna see like Pokemane play this game or like Amaranth or like none of those none of the like no, big I would pass watching XQC play this. Yeah, game. like I actually thought like that was my first thought like XQC <laughs> my first <laughs> There's only two people I want to see play this game: the Buttress and uh, Mystery LSG. There you yeah, go. those are the two. I would love to see his playthrough of this. Game. Yes, agreed. Dude, we need to get Mystery on for an episode. Yes, we <laughs> talk about Rocket League for two hours. I agree. Um, and um, the next. Uh, oh, you want to keep going on this? No, no, that's really all I had to say about that. It seems ridiculous. Like, I don't know, the concept of the game is just like, whoa, whoa. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah. It's it's a thing. It's happening. So I'll be streaming that one. I actually... Uh, this next no, one, yeah, the next, next one, one has I, a, lot of, a lot of stuff kind of just yeah, Xbox-related that's but, happened in the past, like, few days. But forget about that. Did you change that link? I did not, no. No, so I just changed the link. Go to the link that it should be. It was a Business Insider link that somehow got there, and that was not the one that I was referencing. I changed it. It's it should be a Washington Post link. So let me know if you get to Washington Post. Hey, it's the Post, eh? Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. This I've article. This article is by Gene Park, and from the Washington Post, and it's very long, and there's a lot to dissect here, but. The headline is Phil Spencer on the console war mentality and Xboxes shift away from the box. And um, what I got from reading this was the, the main takeaway was a quote from Phil Spencer. And I have to paraphrase because I can't find exactly where it is. Oh, wait. No, no, no. no. It's right in the beginning. Um, Phil Spencer says, Quote, this idea that in order for the industry to grow, some companies must succeed and others must fail, it doesn't help gaming reach the potential it should. We should be driven to help gaming as an industry grow for creators to take the biggest risks they can. When a great game comes out, we should applaud it, whether it's on PC or PlayStation or on a Switch. 
Um, Spencer said that he doesn't imagine movie executives hope for another studio's project to fail. He goes yeah. on to say we should we should focus on this industry that we love and see it continue to grow and we should protect it from the issues that it does have. Um, and that goes into some of the issues, you know. Um, but I just I really like his wording there. I, I like the message that he's sending. I like that, it, it, number one, it makes Xbox look like, yeah, they're not considering these other companies really, like, as a threat, but more of just comrades. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't know. I feel like I almost take, like, another approach to this where it's like... Okay. I, like, my first... Like, I, I for the... I don't know. I feel like for the big concept, I agree. Like, the, the console world is like, Xbox is better than PlayStation. PlayStation is better than Xbox. Like, that whole thing is dumb. I agree with that, like, you know, movement of, like, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be, like, I just want to play a good game, right? Like, I don't care what it's on. Like, hopefully I can spend the least amount of money to play good games, right? Like, that's my goal. Um, But also this comes off to me as very much like a this is the like loser talking right like (laughs) yeah which which i know like sounds kind of harsh but it's like it's easy to say when you're dead like the nintendo switch came out five years four years after your console your most recent console launched and it's already outsold it tremendously Mm mm-hmm it's easy for you to be like, well, I don't think there's really a competitive nature. We shouldn't really be... Com-. It's like, well, yeah, of course you're going to say that. You're getting demolished by everything. Like, it's not even like... Clo- like I feel like it's never been this distant. Uh, as far as like PlayStation, over 100 million. Xbox won't even release their numbers because they're bad. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, it's not even close. So I feel like it's easy for them to throw out these like very like uh pr statements of like i don't think console but it's like very clear that they are still thinking that way that's what i take from this it's like you wouldn't be going out there telling like xbox series x the most powerful console that there's the best place to play game right like you wouldn't be doing right. that if you didn't think there was a legitimate like you should buy ours over theirs mentality. Um, So, like, that's kind of what I get from this. But I do agree with the, the, like, very generic, like, base of the, like, conversation of, like, it it is dumb to have this, like, oh, PlayStation is better than Xbox. Like, I just, like I said, like, I have a lot of fun playing Sea of Thieves. I have a lot of fun playing Last of Us. I have a lot of fun playing God of War, right? Like, I, and I have a lot of fun playing Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. But like, and then there's like Hypnospace Outlaw. That's only on PC. Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah. it's a. Okay, um, but to play devil's advocate, though. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Xbox did that. Microsoft came out and said that they weren't really pushing for everyone to run out and buy the new console. That they were like building this ecosystem. Yeah. So well, you could say that. Maybe they didn't expect to like look outside of Microsoft and outside the Xbox and be like, okay, an ecosystem of gamers where we can all play games. But like to some extent, they were saying like, hey, we want people to play games even if you don't go out and buy this, 
you know, new console. We still want you here playing the games. Now it just seems like, yeah, maybe they thought they were on top of the world and then Sony dropped their fucking teaser and whatnot and everything. And now everyone's like, oh my God, have you seen the PlayStation? And they're like, oh, well. I'll, I'll pull we... another. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, I'll pull another excerpt to, to back. Um, to backbone what you just said, uh, an excerpt from this Washington Post article where it says PlayStation and Xbox are not in a console war. They're racing in different directions. I think that has more validity than Phil Spencer's previous statement because now, considering what Pop just said, I think if you take a look, um, if you take the hardware numbers out of the equation, right? And then Phil Spencer still, because he kind of does mention studios, right? Studios aren't going to root for, and I think, you know, if you look at Neil Druckmann from Naughty Dog and you look at his tweets, you'll see that he, like he, even today, granted they're both Sony companies, but he's like, oh, congratulations to Sucker Punch for releasing Ghost of Tsushima. Like, yeah. Um, but I feel like he does that even when it's a game like, like when Breath of the Wild came out. He's like, oh, I'm fucking loving Breath of the Wild. Like it's one. So I think that among industry people, that that is how they feel. Like if you asked Phil Spencer, like last place or not, uh, here's your options. People are gonna only play games on PlayStation and Nintendo consoles, or they're not gonna play games at all. Yep. It's not like he would say like, okay, well, I don't want them to play on PlayStation and Nintendo so badly that I would, I would just wish that they don't like gaming just stops, right? Because yeah. I think at that point the the true passionate people behind the Xbox are gonna say, okay, well, we're gonna go work somewhere else where we can continue to like flesh out our dreams. You know what I mean? And the big wigs at Microsoft are gonna be like, okay, well, that was good while it lasted, and now we can't afford to do it anymore, even though they can. Because they have shit tons of money. So it's like. They, yeah, but they didn't like. I guess Phil so, Spencer can afford to get on there and be like, yeah, no, there's no no bad blood. We're good. Yeah. So yeah. to like respond to both of you, though, like with, with what uh, with what Mike said about like the whole like ecosystem thing and like them not really pushing the new console and stuff. It's like there was another another article that came out. I don't know if it's from the same interview or not, but I saw during the course of the week where it was like Phil Spencer like doubled down on there's going to be no Xbox Series X exclusives for at least another two years. Okay. So like everything that comes out in the next two years will be playable on an Xbox One, right? right? And it's like that seems great and all when it, when you're talking about like an ecosystem thing. Right, where it's like, oh, like, you don't have to buy the new Xbox to play the new game, right? Where it's like Sony's taking the complete opposite approach. Yeah. But I also think that that's only because they don't have any new games to, like, 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 basically Microsoft's thing, right, is that, like, all of their first party studios are just making sequels to, it's like, oh, like, we have the team that makes the Forza games. We have the team that makes the Halo games. We have the team that makes the Gears games, right? And we're on Forza 7 or 8, whatever. Gears 5 or 6. Halo Mm -hmm. 6. Right? Like, they're so far in it that they don't... And those studios are so established with that one thing that they don't have, like, the ability... They can't do what a Sucker Punch is doing, right? Where it's like hey, we've made three infamouses. Before that, we made Sly Cooper, very mm-hmm. known PlayStation 
branded things. But now before we're gonna that, make this they even made some other crazy shit too. Yeah, but like, we're in, but now we're gonna make this completely new IP that nobody ca- like nobody knows about. Right. Same thing with uh, Gorilla, right? Like we're known for making Killzone, right? But now we're gonna make Horizon, something completely new that nobody, right? Like they don't have those, so their only option was to go out and buy new studios. Yeah. But the problem with that is like buying new studios means that you have to go off their timetable. And, like, all of the studios that they bought don't have games that are going to come out in the next two years. It's, like, Obsidian. They bought Obsidian. Obsidian's a great studio, but they just had Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds, whatever one they made. I can't remember the the name uh, of it. The Outer Worlds. Yeah, uh, Outer no, Worlds. I'm sorry. Outer Worlds, yeah. Yeah. Like, it just came out last year. They're not going to have another game ready in two years that's, like here's a reason why to buy the new xbox right like it's the same thing with um the the studio that made um senua i forgot the name of that studio but that was a really good game but also they're extremely small studio that like you know that it takes them a while to make games and they also just put out a multiplayer game this year that nobody's talking about because it's terrible right and so it's like, you know that Senua 2 is going to take a few years to make, right? So it's like, I think it's very easy for them to be like, well, because of the ecosystem, no Xbox One exclusives for two But it's like, it's because they don't have anything, right? Like, really, so- right now, right now, as it's like known, the only reason you would buy a new Xbox Series X is to play the new Halo that you way. know you can also play on PC, which is actually the best way to play. Right, okay. Right? Like Because your PC is going to be more powerful than the new Xbox, and you don't have to spend the money. So it's like, I can play the new Halo on my PC for $5.99 a month because I have Games Pass, mm-hmm. then buying a $400, $500, $600, $600 console right. and playing it that way. So I just feel like it's it's super convenient and easy for them to take this approach of like, oh, it's the ecosystem, it's this, it's that. So because Phil, they don't really have anything to give. Right. Like Well, so so Phil Spencer goes on to talk about the ecosystem, right, in this article. Um, but I'll set it up in with a question to you guys, and that's why is the Nintendo Switch so successful? Like what are the main reasons that the Nintendo Switch first party studio. First party studios, what else? It's I mean, that's really it. No. If it didn't have those, it wouldn't be successful. You if the Switch so? launched without Breath of the Wild, it wouldn't be successful. Mm. Right? Like, if the Switch launched and it just had one, okay. two Switch. Okay. Or but I'm saying, I'm saying, in addition, I'm talking about a very specific feature of the Switch. It's a question I'm looking for a right answer to. Like, what the Switch... Oh. Oh, you mean the portability? That's the, right. The portability. The of access. Right. Yeah. Right. And Microsoft is working on that xCloud thing that they keep talking about. So, yeah. Phil Spencer goes on in this article to say, bringing up an analogy like Instagram is such a great example because he references how when you created your Instagram on your iPhone, you know, 4 back in whenever the hell that was, and then you log into Instagram on your brand new iPhone that came out in 2020, it's the same Instagram account. Right, yep. and it works on the newest hardware, just like that, because that's just that's up that's Apple making sure that the shit works on their newest hardware. Yep. So that's that's kind of like where he's saying like, okay, it's not just a box anymore. Like we're going in a different path, and I like what he's talking about here because he he says, imagine if Spotify, if you were on your PC on Spotify and you made a playlist, 
on, on, on your PC. And then later you're driving in your car and you go on Spotify on your phone and that playlist that you made, which is the same account on your PC and your phone, but that playlist wasn't there, that would be almost like, that would be unacceptable because then what the fuck do you pay for Spotify for if it doesn't at least do that? Right. So I think, you know, if xCloud works the way that they're touting it to, like if they, if it works better than Stadia, Right. If it works just like they're saying, you take your Xbox controller and whatever device you have, as long as it can connect to the local network. Right. If your if your controller and your device are on the same network, it doesn't matter what video card and blah blah blah. It's just going to work using our hardware and be brought. That gives you the portability. Yeah. That the Switch has. So. Yep. There's that. But what does Sony have that kind of... I mean, Sony and Nintendo, you could you could go back and forth. It's all kind of subjective on who's got the better first-party titles. But Sony has some killer first-party franchises. Like, Nintendo's got the same thing. And it comes down to, like, what do you like more? So Xbox needs the first-party titles. And I yeah. think they need... Not a gimmick. They need it to really be strong. They need it to work better, and they need PlayStation's version of whatever they're going to do because they're not really... PlayStation's not talking about... They, I mean, they're talking about it, but they're not really setting out... Like, they, there's no... Like, xCloud is the thing that's going to... It's going to be a part of Games Pass Ultimate, and it, when you have it, you're, you should be able to take your phone or your iPad or your PC or your laptop or anything... And play those games wherever you are, with no latency. Like this is what they're saying. If that works, then they've got something, other than a very powerful box. But they need like, what does it matter if there's not shit to play on it? Like you were saying. So they need these first-party yeah, studios shit. that they've acquired. They need them to re- like. Who knows what they're working on? I mean, we got, we got a lot of like, like alien porn, but it's like. It- it's it's uh, <laughs> it's a thing where it's like you know what you're getting with PlayStation like you know what you're getting with the PlayStation 5 you're mm-hmm. getting a new Spider-Man game a Grand new Turismo, Horizon Ratchet and Clank all you're getting games. a new yeah a new Ratchet and Clank a new Forza game or um, Gran Turismo Gran Turismo you're getting a God of War sequel you're getting GTA you're, 5 <laughs> yeah yeah that kind there's there's an expectation there where it's like okay like like everything you said right like makes sense where it's like oh i can play my xbox on my phone if i want to but what am i gonna play gears of war halo 2 but i can play gears of war now right like nope there's there's nothing there's like absolutely like they they have their game lineup is like you can't play oh, it on the shitter at work it's literally nothing like it's like, oh, I guess it's cool that I can... But, like, also, from the same standpoint, it's like, so what would you rather do, Mark? Would you rather take your Xbox controller and hook it up to your phone and play Gears of War for 30 minutes at work? Or would you rather take your Switch and play 30 minutes of whatever first new first-party title that they're pumping out on the I mean, Nintendo? I think it's the like, answer is the same. Are you asking the collective you, or are you asking Mark? Hmm. Because Mark would want to bring the Switch. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that's the that's the going to be the collective answer. Is yeah. Like, right. But if you're a hardcore Xbox guy that never owned a Switch or a PlayStation, no, you'd no. be excited for this thing anyway. No, but yeah, but that's... If you're a hardcore Xbox person, then you've already played Gears of War. You've already played yeah. Halo. If you're a so hard, if you're a hardcore like you, Xbox person, you're just going to play it on your phone to play it on your phone. Like that seems like yeah. dumb. The hardcore Xbox fans are not going to determine the fate of Microsoft's future. I feel like it's got to, They have to come out with something that brings people over. And yeah. even you know, the there's... hardcore Xbox fans are like, like. I, the the biggest Halo fans that I know aren't excited about the new Halo because the last two were terrible. I mean, I think Phil Spencer is I making think... a good effort in doing like kind of like damage control because there is a toxic community involved in like gamers, right? And yeah. and, and he's right that the console wars are stupid. And really, so here's what I really think it comes down to because who look who you're talking to? I'm trying to be. I'm trying to say it in a way where I'm not like talking shit about Xbox. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to sit here and talk shit about Xbox. I don't care enough to be like, oh, I think this is better. So I, I'm a PlayStation fan. I like their first party games. And if that's where I'm going to play them, like even if they come out on a PC, I don't know. There's something about the whole PlayStation experience of getting the console, plugging it in, setting it up, putting in that that game that can only be played on that console and then playing it like the nintendo it's similar like i know i'm only gonna play mario but it's like all right i need a good reason to get the nintendo and what for me what it was was at that point in my life i was just into game gaming and game collecting and i wanted to see what the what the deal was and then you know breath of the wild i had already played so that wasn't it for me it, it was kind of like mario odyssey was kind of mm -hmm. the thing where i was I mean, I had Splatoon too when I got it, but I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked. You know, I, you I'm, also, you I'm not gonna promise of Nintendo games, right? It's like that. That's what I'm saying is like you know, buying the Switch that you're going to get, uh, like even if buying it at launch, right? Like, and you just have Breath of the Wild. It's like, hey, I know I'm gonna get a new Mario. I know I'm gonna get a new Splatoon. I know I'm gonna get a new Smash Bros. I know I'm gonna get a new Mario Kart. I know I'm gonna get. Uh, a new Metroid. I know I'm gonna get a new Animal Crossing. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the fuck are they gonna put in a new Mario Kart? Well, yeah. That's just me being you. Is like, is, is, yeah, so then they don't even do that. They just go, hey, here's the old one with all the DLC and I know. people bought it up, right? Like, yeah. I feel like Xbox doesn't even have, like, they have... But hold to, on, hold on. It's not re-releasing the game. don't have anything to sell me on. It's but, like, but like but if pop, you're an Xbox but pop. fan, what are you looking forward to? This is kind of getting tangential, but I, I want to ask this question: Like, how come if that's the case with the Nintendo console, then how come the Wii U wasn't a fucking crazy success? Because, because also because you also have to have right like the one, right marketing. You have to have the right marketing, but also like the Wii is commercially successful, like. But it wasn't. It was a backstep as far as games, right? Like when you look at the, like when you look at the Wii, right? Like yeah. we didn't have F Zero, so it failed for the Wii U. Exactly. But like, but like all what, the F Zero fans were pissed. They were like, nope, not again. Yeah. Think when people think of the Wii, I feel like like the okay. If you were to name one game from the Wii off the top of your head, what would it be? The, Wii the, Sports. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Like that, that, I feel I like that's ninety-nine percent <laughs> of people's answer would be the game that came free with the console, not anything else, that's right? True. And it's that's that's a there's a reason why it's because right, like. But by the that same Zelda logic, the, Wii, the new Zelda game on the Wii wasn't as good as the new Zelda game on the GameCube or the new Zelda game on the Nintendo 64 or even the new Zelda game on the Nintendo Switch, right? Like the new Mario Hold on, game. You skipped one, the Wii U. There was no, there was technically, okay, the new Zelda game yeah, on there the hasn't, Wii U. There hasn't been a new Zelda game on Switch yet. Zelda game on the Wii, uh, the Switch, right? But like, what I'm saying is like, there, there was no like. Like, I think it's very known that the games that came out on the Wii U were good. That's why they all got re-releases on the Switch. The hardware itself was ass. But and that, I think but it that also kind of... sell to the, the previous, where it's like, the Wii wasn't also great hardware-wise. It was behind all the consoles of the current no, generation. I agree, but that, but that brings... It was comparable to the Xbox 360 or the PS3, right? And then you took an even like worst step with the wii u so that's why it didn't succeed but, but, but that but okay but by but but staying consistent with that logic right it the you're saying that the people came to the switch in droves because the marketing was right the games were there the first party titles that they wanted to play and it's just like a cool piece of hardware that. Well, the hope that the first party titles are there, right? Like right. when you buy, Switch, you're assuming that you're going to get a new Animal Crossing, right? So right? Any, anybody who bought a Wii U was assuming that they were going to get, you know, the yeah. good. And they did, they did, like the people right. that bought, but it, got but with Mario Kart games, right? But what I'm saying is that the, having the first party titles now oh. to stay consistent with what we were talking about before is not going to just be the one thing that's going to make microsoft succeed or fail it's gonna be a combination of all things and their marketing is strong right now it's not as strong as playstation i don't think it's as strong as playstation but it's strong marketing and their design is great and their hardware is phenomenal so like the all the pieces are in place they just need those first party studios to give that missing link they need new engaging software yeah, and like they need X Cloud to work. I think that's like going to really determine opposite, right? It's mm-hmm. like PlayStation comes out at the beginning of their conference and what do they say? We're not going to talk much. We're going to let the games do the talking for us. Yeah. Xbox is the exact opposite of that where they have to try and sell you on look at this service. Look at this thing. We're saying this good thing. Most powerful console. But what am I going to play? Oh, here's a trailer for Dirt Rally 2. That's the cool thing we have to show you. Because we don't have anything, right? Like they don't have they they their first party studios are so terrible. Well, this is exactly what I just said. They have everything else in place. They need right. the first party, like the yeah, new the acquisitions. Years, right? Like think about the PlayStation. Think about the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation. Well, 3, if you're right? asking me who I think is going to take it, I think no, no, PlayStation is going to like rule dominate this generation too. That's my opinion. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying but, Xbox is not dead in the water yet. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. They definitely need games, and they got guys to do the games, but they need the time. Like you said, in the next two years, nobody's going to be ready to pop out another game for this new console. They got to work on this stuff. Right, and Phil Spencer's getting out. 
and he's out there right now pitching that we need to be an ecosystem. We all need to be pro games regardless of where they are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's the damage control that I'm saying he needs to do because this is what's happening that's outside of the control of developers or marketing. Like, these people are out there saying, like, fuck Xbox or fuck PlayStation. And, like, that's just not a good look for anybody, right? So, yeah, right. You, you uh, kind of have no choice. He's pinned up in a corner where he has to... Be yeah, like, he has no choice. He has to say... The, the Xbox has to say and do the right thing because they don't have anything else... Because if they sold 110 million up, units of their previous right? like, console, then they could come out front and be like, look, check it out. We're just going to keep this ball rolling like what Sony's doing. So, so like, I guess I have just one question to, like, cap this conversation, right? Because, sure. like, with what Mike just said about, like, they need time, right? So it's like, okay, let's let's just assume that the Xbox uh, Series X and the PlayStation Five launch at the same time this year, right? Like the mm-hmm. end of 2020, yeah. right? In two years, fast forward to 2022, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't bought a new console, right? Like you haven't bought either one, mm-hmm. so you have your option now of buying the PlayStation Five that has two years worth of games that you haven't played yet because you haven't bought a PlayStation 5. So you haven't played the new Ratchet. You haven't played the new Horizon. You haven't played the new Spider-Man. Do we have dates on any of those, though? Yeah, right? Like, the the new Spider-Man is coming out holiday this year. Horizon 2021. Ratchet 2021, right? Like, even if if you delayed them an entire year, you're still within that window, right? Like, like... So, so you have, you have a catalog of two years worth of exclusive games that you haven't played, and you can spend your five hundred dollars buying the new console and getting new games that you haven't played yet, mm-hmm. or you can spend five hundred dollars on a console that is new, but you've played all the games that have come out in the last two years and. You're only buying it for the maybe one new game that when you buy it hasn't come out on the the previous version. Like I feel like the obvious choice, value wise, regardless of what prices, is PlayStation, right? Like it doesn't sure. make any sense to. Wait, buy- we got to know a couple things. We got to know what these things are going to cost, and we and we got to know like even if the Xbox was one hundred dollars less, right? Like even if you said Xbox is four hundred dollars. PlayStation is five hundred dollars. He's getting Xbox pretty fired buy, up. Huh? <laughs> Xbox, you buy, you get zero new games with. PlayStation Five, you spend a hundred dollars more, but you get two years worth of new games you've never played before. And also on top of that, right? PlayStation, those two years worth of games, that's the only where only place you can play them at, right? Mm-hmm. Xbox, you can pay five ninety nine and play every single game that's ever come out exclusive for the xbox on your pc that's going to play better than what the new console plays. but that's what they're saying like Which they're not even buy? really they're not saying that right? they're like consi- they, most that people i feel like mo- i feel like most people now what they're really doing is saying like hey playstation players all it costs you is six dollars a month and you can play xbox games too here's yeah. the here's the oh. real here's the real let me ask you this question what if the xbox series x comes out and in a shocking reveal, you can run Windows 10 on it and thereby play Horizon 
Zero Dawn and uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Death Stranding. Day one on your Xbox. But because they're PC, playable. So why would I buy the Xbox? Why would oh, you? Well, you already have, have a PC. PC. Not every not every kid who's 15 yeah. has a gaming PC, like, chilling in well, their bedroom. Well, that's what I'm saying. But then not every kid also, like, that's my point, is right, like, if you're, if you're going to use that example, right, it's like, mm-hmm. for, for somebody like me, I already have a PC, so it doesn't make any sense for me to buy an Xbox ever, yeah. as long as they continue the Games Pass thing, right? Right. So if I'm a new person who doesn't have... Um, the the option right of having a PC and I just have to go off console. Yeah. I feel like the clear value is I'm going to get the Call of Duty. I'm going to get the Madden. I'm going to get the 2K off of either console, regardless. So yeah. why not pick the one that has two years worth of new games? Which is okay. why it makes sense for them for Xbox not to stress selling their box and more about selling their ecosystem. That's right. why. That's they're gonna get their money that yeah, way. Okay, so but but then why even release a new box, right? Like then because some people a, will buy it. Sell a USB drive that costs twenty dollars that I can plug into my TV and they're have go- the games pass on. I think they're gonna have that too, right? Like, yeah, but then but then that root like that destroys the the ecosystem of buying a new console. Why would I pay five hundred dollars for this thing that when I can get the same exact thing for twenty dollars? Because like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell no. I'll tell you exactly. What. It's just it's just like airline companies, right? That take up take any take this random seven forty seven or seven thirty whatever the fucking plane that they fly the most right, and you've got regular economy class seats. One ticket in one seat might sell for five hundred dollars, right? And then yeah, that's like two months before the trip. That same exact seat two weeks before the trip might cost a thousand dollars, right? I'm just using these numbers for easy figuring, and the reason that they do that, why it's not any better, it's not first class, it's not you, it's not near a window, it's not anything better. It's just the airline company knows that some people can only afford five hundred dollars, and other people can afford more and don't care and just want the seat, so they yeah. sell the same seats at different prices to maximize they don't want empty planes flying around because that costs them too much money so it makes more sense for them to sell some seats at a lower cost so they microsoft is going to say like look we're already in the hardware business in in a way we already have all this shit like basically halfway there we know that we can make some money and get some people involved in our ecosystem by getting them just like they they want them but they want the most power like which you go to the store which what's the most powerful console that you have? Oh, it's this one. Okay, that's the one I'm buying. Like, there's yeah. some people. They're just they want that money. They want that. Demo, yeah, demo, I mean, demo. if you went to the store right now and were like, "Hey, I want to buy a TV," and they were like, "Okay, well, PlayStation just put out this TV this year," or you could get the Xbox TV that's still playing the current Xbox games, but it came out two or three or whatever years ago. You wouldn't but want that. Price. But if you drop a console at the same time as competition, even if people don't go out seeking your console, if you go to the store and say, what's the newest one? And they both came out at the same time, you have a fair shot. So if you sell any of these things now to anybody, 
I guess it's yeah, but we're talking and we're big. talking about but then a lot you of get the Chromecast version thing in like a year or two once mm-hmm. they figure out the cloud and now you get the whole world at fucking 20 or 30 or 40 bucks oh guys we forgot to talk about stadia yeah. in this conversation what they just bought a bunch of studios stadia, you know? what? yeah the stadia, true competitor well, I, I think that's like the perfect example of how like unready this like system is right like you yeah. can't rely on like streaming and all that yeah shit. i know it sounds like we're arguing but i totally agree with you that like it doesn't really make much sense for them to, to assume that they're going to like take away this console generation that's coming up, but I think they're gonna make a mark, and I don't think the Xbox is going away just yet. But I think they need to really. Well, they did this weird thing. Hone this in was, on this. X-Cloud this was the thing. other thing that I wanted to bring up during this is like, they they announced this week that they're they've uh, stop they're stopping production on the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S- Digital. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's uh, all digital. So they're only go- they're only going forward now. They're only going to be the making the Xbox One S, which it, is the cheaper one. It's like three hundred dollars max. Is it, like, is it bad that that makes me want to buy a One X? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, but my thing is right. Like, I feel like that even goes even further into what I'm saying is like, even if you wanted to get into that ecosystem, right? Like that new Xbox launches this year, and it's like I have the option of buying buying the xbox series x for 500 dollars, or the xbox one s for 250 dollars, and they both play the exact same games guaranteed for the next two years why wouldn't i pick the cheaper one like it doesn't make any sense for me to right. buy the more expensive one yeah. knowing that the, the like going forward for at least the next two years there's going to be no uh, um no benefit of buying the new thing well, right? like, here's like, your for problem, example, right? with your you mic of TVs, right? Like, yeah. with with your example of TVs, that would be like going into the store and being like, "Hey, I want to buy the newest TV," and yeah. the person selling TV is going, "Okay, well, you there's two new models that just came out this year. This one plays things that this one doesn't. Yep. But they're the same price. Which yeah. one do you want? Right." Here's your major problem, though, <coughs> especially in the field that we love to discuss so much, is that we're talking about people who know what they're talking about. We're talking about the competent individual that knows games, listens about games, reads about games, knows games, knows what they want, right? Yeah. Well, my buddy Herb worked for GameStop. For like a year and he told me that about 90 percent of the people that come in there can't tell you their ass from their elbow <laughs> just don't know what they're doing there i'm here for a game for my kid he pees the bed he's 32 <laughs> what does he want to play like i don't know what does he want to play they don't know you don't know you just try and sell them a thing and send them out the door. Yeah, a lot of this so demographic like a lot is... of people that are gonna walk in there blind and be like, Oh, you got the new you got the new game box this year? Yeah, give me one of those and like boom, there you yeah. go. But if Grandma they put nothing still... out if they put nothing out, then they're just shooting themselves in the foot. No, I, I agree I agree with everything you're saying, but I also feel like then you can just take into consideration like that same um, like I feel like we could talk about this, talk about this for hours, yeah. right? But that same that same narrative, right? You could just apply it like, well, 
why then are more people buying the PlayStation 4 and Xbox or the PlayStation 4 and Switch than the Xbox One if they yeah. don't know? Right, no, it's no, because no. because I think that better. people are educated. I do believe that we deal with an intelligent group of people in the gaming industry. I really mm-hmm. do believe that we're a bunch of fart smelling dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, there's a it. why but nobody granted that walks in there. You know, if yeah. you can get thirty thousand grannies all over the country, like at five hundred dollars a piece, like Microsoft's not going to be upset. Yeah. No, but again, and that would, you put out nothing, and they go to the store and say, "Give me the new one." And all that there is was is PlayStation. Case scenario, but it's like with the Xbox One, the, the Xbox One, it's like that scenario didn't play out, right? Yeah. Like it's like you know they what? had they might have had thirty thousand grandmas going and buy that, where the PlayStation had one hundred and ten thousand grandmas going, right? Like it's like not even comparable. Yeah, you know, it's right. such a failure compared to it's, the other two. It's starting that, to make like, me question Phil Spencer's tactics of coming out saying that we need to like get rid of this notion of console wars because that's like his huge. This biggest demographic is people who are like, nah, man, Xbox is better. Xbox. I only play Call of Duty on Xbox. Like those no, are the, those are the meatheads that he needs that he needs to be encouraging them. Like, get out there and win this console well, war. You don't have to win those people over, right? Like, Kill the PlayStation are going to buy it anyway. <laughs> right? Like it's like the other group of people that you're trying to sway. Yeah, like you're trying to get PlayStation just, players to come over to your an, side. They had the original Xbox, then they had the Xbox 360, and they're just going to continue to buy Xbox. There's the people that have PlayStations that are going to continue to buy PlayStation. Give me offset thumbsticks or give me death. You can even, yeah. um, you know, there's people that we know that only play Nintendo consoles, right? Like, it, it's there's there's those people for sure, and I feel like you're fighting for the other like the other people that are kind of like oh I don't know what I want, and it's yeah. like PlayStation's like well look here's endless amount of good quality games that we just keep pumping out. This is why you should buy our console. And Xbox is like well the ecosystem yeah I don't know no. so like I, I no mean... new games for two years. You do have to give it to Sony, and you do have to give it to history. Like, they are pumping out good games. Well, even not even just Sony, right? Nintendo, too. Like, I feel like Nintendo doesn't yeah, yeah. get credit it deserves. Of course. With sure. first party. Like, all of Nintendo's game, first party games, sell way more than Xbox and PlayStation first party games. Like, yeah. Nintendo is probably the forefront of first party games, right? But Facts. Yeah. Um, we're. we're... Well over two hours, boys. You wanna wanna call it a night? Nailed it. Pop said, "I gotta be out by like 12. <laughs> it's one. It's around. It's, not one yet. it's technically still twelve something. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you guys got anything you wanna plug? Uh, I might be streaming uh, Ghost of Shishima on my Twitch channel. Pop pop that baby maker. Twitch Word. TV stuff. Pop that baby maker. I don't know yet for sure. I'll check that uh, out if you do it. Yeah, Mike, warp in time video. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there was. Uh, I think I forget if I mentioned it last you did. time. You but, did. Yeah, there was just a little warp in time video. That was. But fun. I am uh, actually actively working on the next one right now because I actually need this 
luxurious beard for my next video. Oh, okay. It, it's getting, I get it. It's I get getting it. real freaking warm out, so <laughs> it's almost time to get rid of this thing, man. Okay. Okay. This was this was no shave November that just got real lazy. Yeah, and now it's quarantine. The next yeah. video is what I think is gonna be. Yeah, I think oh. I think it is what you think it's gonna be. Oh man. Um, yeah. Of course, you could <laughs> catch me streaming occasionally at twitch.tv slash markmoney. Oh, yeah, Warp and Time on YouTube. That's where you're going. Yeah, on YouTube. Search Warp and Time. Go subscribe, like, comment, share. All that shit. But don't um, hit the bell. There's no um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, like, next podcast, I want us to give a... Because we've done this with the PlayStation, and I want to do it tonight, but, like, we, don't have, we ran out of time. I want to give us a, like what our guesses are going to be like a uh for sure price point for the the new xbox oh okay i mean i could tell you my guess right now but i want it for both because we know like with this interview right they confirmed that there's a second one or sorry not not with this one with the one that they yeah that i did link that they canceled the the xbox one x and the Xbox Digital, they confirmed that there's a second Xbox console, a new one. We will um, for sure do that yeah. when we come back for uh, season e. two. I think I'm just gonna we're gonna do 25 episodes and then call it like a new a new run. Season. Yeah, so it'll be part. I don't know, maybe uh, the the. What did the Avengers go by? What what does the Marvel thing go by? Or this is a uh, phase two. Oh, phase uh, two yeah, I just I just know that Anchor when you upload um, episodes to Anchor, then uh, you can pick like a season, and obviously season. it's just been season one. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, what, we'll see what happens. Season one. Do we call it a bonus for season one though? If we do Cast of Us two. Ooh. No, it depends when we do it. Or Cast of Us two is the opener for season two. Oh, oh. that's a strong open. Um, if you're interested in what we've been talking about tonight and you man- you made it this far, we're very grateful that you stuck around and listened. Uh, if you want more of this content, you can find us on YouTube. It's just search for Don't Hate the Podcast. It's actually under the YouTube channel. It is now called The Play Archive because it's this new thing that I'm working on. And uh, yes, yeah, we're going to try and... We're going to make a whole, our own sort of ecosystem. But you can check us out there. Just search for Don't Hate the Podcast on YouTube. Um, we're on anchor.fm slash Don't Hate the Podcast. We're on uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those other little not-so-well-known ones. So wherever you like to listen to your podcast, check us out at Don't Hate the Podcast. We're on Twitter at Don't Hate the Pod. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Don't Hate the Podcast. Um... And I think that about wraps it up for episode 25 of our humble little gaming show. Uh, If you guys don't have anything else, we could just, we could end it. So, as always, for Pop and Mike, I'm Mark. Don't hate the podcast. Hate um, all the other podcasts. Yes. Yeah, we're spoiling shit. Fuck them. Peace. (laughs)